everybody. Welcome to Go Live. This is it. This is the show we've been talking about for weeks, and it's finally happened. We are less than 24 hours away from the biggest event of the year, biggest gaming event of the year. We finally get to see Xbox show its wares at E3 2021. And what a better panel than to than these guys. Look at this. This is the quintessential, the head, the creme of de la crime of the Xbox community, ladies and gentlemen, before I introduce the sexy guest from Exit uh, RDX. Let me just uh, introduce the co-founder and co-host who, um, apologies, messed up the last stream, but he also keeps it going, so I can't get annoyed at him. Acer, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm really, really good. It's E3, right? It's exciting time, and we've got good, good guests today for good conversation. Guys, your mic is peaking. If you want to just turn that little dial a tiny little bit, it might sound a bit better okay. for everybody listening. But <laughs> go on, give it a go. Try not to shout. Okay, I'm trying not to shout. <laughs> Try not to shout. Good? How is this? Sorry, people on Spotify. I'm on the radio. This is the radio. Um, tell me if uh, sound check, everyone. Tell me, let me let me know if it's uh, too loud. <laughs> yes, so, so, so. Oh man. Um, look, I see the animation. That looks so cool. <laughs> well, might as well start off with a good friend who is the only person who we allow to not come on camera because he was the first person ever to support us before Gamer Daily was just a tiny sperm cell in the uh, podcasting scene and, and in the YouTube space. Uh, dealer took that sperm cell and oh, put it in his <laughs> ovaries. I don't know what I was going to do with that one. Yeah, but, it ain't uh, mine, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you uh, a massive support of the Xbox community. One of the biggest Xbox influencers, even though he hates that word, uh, in the world. The, guy, the Joe Rogan of Xbox podcasts. The proprietor of RDX. Oh, wait, I'm it's behind me. Uh, I was supposed to wear that. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Dealer Gaming. What are you saying, bros? Hi. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out. And thanks for uh, checking out the stream. And uh, yeah, yeah, I pushed, the, I pushed the website early on because it's quality stuff. So if you guys haven't gone to the site, there's a lot of you. Then uh, consider checking it out. Hit subscribe, hit like as we talk about the latest stuff going on with E3. Ubisoft, this French Fox got some good stuff for us. Yeah, How you like yeah. that, huh? Just what you get for having me on, I'm going to say some weird shit. Yeah? How you feel? Wow, um, beating you for uh, weird look at them. They're all, look at it. Look at them. All these corporate shields, they're all, they're all scared of that. But you know what? Hey, we're going to have a good show, and uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no. That, look at you, he's embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a terrible show, I'll be honest with you. Just was it? It was horrible. Oh, we're um, going to get into that, right? Yeah, we are going to get into yeah. that. Um, as, uh, it was pretty bad, but the source is coming tomorrow. The source is coming tomorrow. Jo joining us again is a uh, wow! All of you gents are at the top, and you've graced us with your presence, even though we we've only just begun, and we're eternally grateful. Honestly, we are. We are. We definitely are. And uh, this gentleman, his voice has enough bass to destroy nations, ladies and gentlemen. He is uh, one of my favorite content creators out there. Very unique take on content creation as well and look at sexy in his uh studio jay fonzarelli what are you saying man hello how's it going <laughs> what's going on with your voices today <laughs> i don't know uh, what's up everybody it's good to be here it's gonna be a fun show we're gonna talk about e3 and uh let's just get this started man yeah man it's gonna be sauce last but certainly not least oh shit cole eastwood the uh most prominent 
Xbox influencer out there who has an army of haters because he just kills them with kindness, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the proprietor of Excellency, the man who's going to be in Hollywood soon. <laughs> Cole, how are you doing, man? Game oh, on, Daily. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's uh, the only person who has that shirt, by the way. <laughs> we don't yeah, yeah. A big fan of the show. We're all friends. And, um, like, this is... This is the moment we waited for all year. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Thanks for having me on the show. Got uh, my best friends, Fonz and Dealer here. Uh, we're always playing games and talking trash to each other. So, it should be really fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely will be. We've already got Super Chats already. And uh, Danimus says, is it just me or does E3 feel more like Christmas than Christmas itself when you get older? Awesome panel and love the show. Thank you so much for the, for the Super Chat and for the support. And you're right. The panel is sores. Look at these guys. And you're right, man. I am way more hyped for E3 than Christmas because I usually get crap presents to no presents. Uh, but this is ga the game is Christmas or Eid or Hanukkah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, whatever you celebrate, this is uh, this is it. This is our moment to shine. So, yeah, absolutely. Dodge Knight, thank you so much, man, for the five pound super chat. Ubisoft wasting an hour of everyone's time. Set the bar nice and low for Xbox. Great to see the RDX guys on the show. <laughs> Hashtag Xbox has no game. Indeed. What a troll. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you so much, Dodge. Hope you're feeling better. Um, yeah, my hay fever is killing me as well. Uh, but yeah, shout out. We've already got 200 people on the show. Hit that like button. We're going to get saucy into E3 hype. E3 hype. Um, and it, it's, it's finally here. I've been ranting on about it. We've all been ranting on about it. And is it just me? Oh, let me ask Skeletor, dealer. Um, is it just me or is the hype level really high this year? Uncharacteristically so. A lot more than last year, despite the fact that that was the launch year for the Xbox Series mm. X. I'm feeling energy. Are you feeling energy? I mean, it's weird how this energy popped up randomly after everyone's like, don't have any energy. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's true, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that they've heard us say, hey, don't play it safe. We've been waiting for games. It's time to show. I'm still waiting on what I didn't see that you were excited that you didn't show last two, you know, two years ago. Uh, yeah. So I think they heard us say that stuff. And I think they heard the community stand up and, uh, you know, they want to see some stuff. So maybe they made some adjustments. Maybe they didn't, but... There's no time machine or no controlled experiment here. Like, we can't find out, but I'll just say that because some of us spoke out, and that's good. Yeah, that's good. And I'm I glad like your you hat. Said that. Dope, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hype levels are good, though, man. And uh, again, we're, we, it's pretty straightforward E3, and there's uh, going to be stuff to play this year. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Woo! It's about time. It's, I'm glad you have the energy levels. A lot of people said temporary expectations, but I think you, Xbox, understand. I think. It's just a matter of time. There's so much going for Xbox uh, that you, you got to be excited. Someone in chat said, Fonz, you hate gaming, so I want to reach out to you. Are you hyped for Xbox and E3? Because you always get this unfair tag, in my opinion. But because I do. you're critical, because you're I critical do. of things, I, and you don't I, swallow everything. I, look, apparently... <laughs> I'm, I'm a grumpy old man. I admit it, okay? I, I do come down on certain games sometimes, and yeah, but I love gaming. I love this hobby. Uh, just ask my wife. She side-eyes me all the time when I sit there too long playing games and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I am so really like this time of year is, is always a great time for me. But this one, I'm, I'm going into especially the Xbox showcase a little differently than I have in the past. And that's okay. because we finally know that games are coming. Like it, it's, it's not there's no doubt that they have games coming because they acquired Cinemax. And we're yeah. hearing of other acquisitions, but 
just ZeniMax alone is is giving us more games than we've received in you know ever with Xbox. So we're gonna get those games. Yeah, we gotta wait. But going into this E3, I know they got games coming. It's a lot better uh, going into an E3 knowing this and just being able to relax and watch the show and have a good time. That's that's all I want. You know, a good time tomorrow. That's it. Not a show like we got today with Ubisoft. I want a good time, damn it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. We all do. And you all do. And someone in chat, Simon, says, Fonz talks about the shit everyone's happy to sweep under the rug when we should not be happy to do so. And agree. I appreciate you. Yeah, and that's the thing. We like that critical discourse. This is what it's all about. Shout out to Chris Grinnell in the chat. Um, and yeah, look at you, Colt. Look at your cute and cheesy. <laughs> quietly. <laughs> <laughs> got a haircut and everything <laughs> but um <laughs> it's so good to have you again brother honestly it's oh man a lot. are you hyped i know you're hyped are you stopped playing mass effect so you'll probably deflate it from that but are you hyped for e3 wow that was a great experience no i'm really excited like dealer said like they they can't hold us out anymore and like fawn said they know games are coming uh yeah. this year like we're probably going to get something that we can play not long after E3 is over with, plus, uh, yeah, the games just kind of start rolling in, and some are a little smaller, but, yeah, we're going to see, oh, okay, and like I keep saying, if you've got Game Pass, you'll be okay, but if not, I don't know how you can afford to play everything that Xbox is bringing to the platform, so it's it's finally, finally here. Game yeah, Pass. Man. Game Pass, Game, game Pass, pa Game Pass. Do you, yeah, not have a, do you not have that on your soundboard, Fonz? No, game I don't. Pass. I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we can create one today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> need to make one that goes game pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they guys just record that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, Asa, I can never read with you. In, in, inside that cold, steely demeanor is an excitable child, is what I like to think. How excited are you for you? No, I was really excited, but the thing that I tune in for every year is those really cringy Ubisoft trailers where they pretend to squad up and party, and they didn't really do that today, so I'm devastated, but hopefully, hopefully tomorrow we'll bring it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully uh, less cringe. They, are, but that they was played a... a lot of guitar, though. <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah. came together to play Rocksmith Plus. That was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's cool if you want to learn guitar. I actually bought um, something like that. On PC as well. That yeah. debunks that reset era listing, by the way, that had What's Rocksmith that? Plus. That debunks that list that was being shared around this past couple days about what's supposed to be at the E3 show. Where's that from? It was like this in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's Trash. The right. <laughs> yeah. Trash. Trash has website. Yeah. Dumpster.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dumpster.com. You heard it here first. Oh, dealer and I love guitars, but I mean, uh, we play guitars, we play guitar, but the rest of the time we're playing video games. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. Kieran Rice, thank you so much for the two pound super chat, but no message. But thank you so much, man. It means a lot. Um, but yeah, look, we're all hyped, and generally we are hyped. I'm super hyped. I'm super hyped. I'm more hyped than I was last year. Um, it's just because everything has been fermenting for so long for Xbox, and yep. uh, I can't wait, man. And there's a, there's a. Now that I start to hang around with you guys, I start to hear all this little chirping and stuff and then everyone else talking about it. And I didn't say anything, even though I was really excited to say anything. Rand said, don't say anything. Other people said, don't say anything. And then yesterday I go on Xbox 2 and everyone is saying hmm. everything. Jeff Grubbs on Twitter saying the things I wasn't supposed to say. Cole, 
why can't we talk about these things? They've already talked about it. Are we allowed to talk about the things that people say? That, I mean, let's be honest. Let's, let's make it very clear. This is conjecture, right? This is not confirmed. Yeah, it's all conjecture. I mean, it depends on if you like r articles written about you by uh, <laughs> websites that just like grab like anything they can hold on. They, they grab on the little hairs on the back of their wrist. Like, oh, I can make an article about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we get some sort of information from someone who talks to people. Sometimes we get better information than that, but I don't know. Sometimes it's good to say, hey, this is what I think is going to happen. And maybe yeah. it's something you really heard. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I also, we don't really love to spoil it for the developers. Like they're excited to show their stuff for the first time. So yeah, we're just yeah. trying to find a balance there of, of fun and excitement. Yeah, exactly. And we won't spoil it for uh, the studio that's being acquired, Avalanche and the uh, little heist game. What? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of excitement um, and you're, a lot of it's true, a lot of it's false. Um, I hope Xbox have some surprises though, and I don't like leaks being uh, ruining the surprise because it's the uh, that's the thing that's the whole point about the show. It's the it's the the, the surprises, the sh the showmanship. That's why I missed the physical E3 event, the on stage stuff. But hopefully they can do something in a pre-recorded uh, format. Ace out gamer, thanks so much for the two uh, three dollar super chat. Says, "Where's the source at, guys? What did I miss? We've just begun, man." And thank you for joining us. You haven't missed anything. Kira, Kieran Rice, thank you so much for the four pound super check. Because Ubisoft's show felt like their 2013 show on replay. Uh, they're all the same to me. I'll be honest with you, Kieran. So uh, I wasn't. I was just looked at that. Oh, why is this? Uh, Asa made me watch it. So I blame him. Do you know, like it wasn't the best show altogether. But that's um. Oh, I've, I've already forgotten the name of it. What's the snowboarding game called? Republic. Uh, Riders Republic. Riders. That actually looked that that yeah. had like Forza Horizon vibes to it. Um, so that might turn not really. Good, you never know. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Just, mm, no. Oh man. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, what they go for. Fun, Obviously, they've got the Crew it, Two, which is more Forza because it's cars. It kind of like Crew that. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, overall, it was a dead show. I don't want to talk about Ubisoft's show because it's so dead. Sorry, Ubisoft, it was dead. It was like, what? Well, I guess the, it was good to be able to control the bad guys in Far Cry and play as Vast again. That was really cool. But anything else? And the Avatar game looked like it was promising that they showed at the end, but they didn't show any gameplay. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I want to talk to you guys because you guys are the RDX crew. This is the Real Deal Xbox podcast, Familia, and we need to talk about Xbox. It's something I want to really talk about as well because. The next the tomorrow, I don't think I'll get. I don't think I'll get. Honestly, as sad as it sounds, I don't think I'll sleep. I don't think I'll sleep because I'm so hyped. Uh, it's, it's 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 make or break. It's we talk about this and enthuse about this and predict it and blah, blah, blah. So um, I just want to talk to ask you, Fonz, because you're critical, level-headed, and, and out of the loop as well. I don't hear as much as these other guys here. Yeah, no. Well, uh, so. apparently, apparently, I'll keep you up to speed. There's studio acquisitions in place. Someone. I heard that. I heard that. I, IO Interactive and Crytek, apparently. Avalanche I mean, as well. Av Avalanche, uh, to me, I, I have no disclaimer. I'm just guessing this, but I'm guessing Avalanche is 99.9%. I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think that's happening. And I think they're making Project Typhoon, which is that heist game. Um, just based on, I don't know, from whom, but I think that's that. If I'm wrong, you can throw eggs at me. Uh, and I think it'll be announced will. at E3. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will throw eggs at you. Yeah, do it, I will. do it, do it, do it. Uh, virtual um, eggs. Um, so what's your question on the what, show? What, what, are you hyped? Look, yes, I of course I'm hyped. But Crytek, I'm hyped. do you think 
that those are good fits for Xbox. Crytek uh, to me would be huge. I, you, you know, I don't think there would be a bad fit necessarily for Xbox. And that's just because of what we've been hearing from the development teams that are there now at Xbox, Bethesda included, you know, yeah. saying that nothing's changed. They're, you know, able to do their thing and Microsoft isn't really pushing them. And uh, uh, apparently, you know, uh, a lot of people are talking about, uh, you know, Ratchet and Clank wasn't, uh, you know, no crunch was happening there. Apparently there's no crunch happening with games over at Microsoft as well. Um, yeah. They're just able to do their thing there. So I don't think there's any bad fit for any of these developers. I really don't. Point. Yeah. I think what Crytek, um, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Dealer, uh, what do you think about Crytek? Because for me, the thing that's missing with the Xbox is a big visual heavyweight uh, off the back of Ratchet that looks incredible. And surely Xbox needs it. Like you, Cole, all you guys have been talking about power and I've been talking about power, the most powerful console. So there needs to be a game that actually looks good, no? Or and you're choosing best. Crytek? Well, because they've got Yeah. Um, no, I mean, they've got, they've, got plenty of, uh, they've got plenty of games that look amazing. Hellblade 2 is just one example, but you'll see Forza and uh, you'll see... I mean, they're even taking time to learn the Unreal Engine 5 for Gears 5. That stuff's going to come. Visuals are going to come, right? Uh, and even if you're you're really counting on Crytek now, you're not getting that game forever anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, so Crytek is a, more of a manpower thing and maybe an IP thing. So, that, so they do have the IP to rise, and I think they should do to rise what Assassin's Creed does. Just call it Rise, son of, you know, Wisconsin, whatever. You know, it's a story <laughs> about a dude in Wisconsin. And he's got to, you know, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I, that, would, that would be a cool <laughs> thing, but really they need employees. They're, that's what everyone's kind of struggling with right now. I feel yeah. like so that's why they moved coalition developers for the developers over to Halo to get this thing ready, and yeah. that's kind of the, the moral of the story for for 2021 and the, the horrible DLC that came before the game 2020. Yeah, it's, uh, that's day one DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. They do get some, you know a few IP. They got some studios, but they've sold most of their stuff off already. And they were even unable to pay their employees at one point. So they were really stubborn or they've got some secret, um, I don't know, some secret candy over there. They're not telling nobody about. Secret candy. It might be right for the for the pl- taking, though, for, X- for Xbox if they have the right. Uh, There's been a rumor yeah. about Crytek all generation, you know, past, you know, since 2014. Yeah. So yeah, this is yes. something that's been on the table. They've been struggling. And um, yeah, I mean, why not get more manpower? And plus it's an overseas stuff, right? So. They're not going to pay the same tax rates that they buy up these studios as they would here. That's why they like to invest in overseas studios. So I guess we'll see. Rise, son of Wisconsin. What do you guys think? I I love it. Love it. I think Dealer Dealer and I talked about Rise for quite a long time. Uh, I didn't actually play the game until 2017. And he was like, yeah, you got to play this game. And I I thought it was really good. Um, Dealer always had this idea that they could do so much more with the franchise. And when he says, like, rise in a different timeline i think of assassin's creed with no animus and i'm, I'm oh yes yes no animus yeah yeah well then so what would constitute a good show because for me i still think xbox has to this year show something that's visually impressive i know you mentioned forza horizon and forza horizon is going to be a cross-gen game I mean, they're gonna show i mean cross-gen we gotta get over this cross-gen crap horizon Forbidden West is proof of that. That's better looking than Ratchet yep. and Clank. God of War will look better Ratchet. than Ra- Horizon and Ratchet and Clank. 
cross-gen, right? I mean, we've had developers on the show say this stuff. It doesn't hold back visuals, it holds back game design. And yeah, maybe they lose a few ideas here and there with the old storage, but what do you, what do you expect Sony to do, right? It's Jim Ryan. It's his turn now. He's, gonna, he's here to dunk on you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's going to dunk on me. Yep. No, but, I mean, you, do you really think Horizon looks better than Ratchet? Have you did you did you have your TV on when you saw the trailer? Yeah, it looked good. In 4K. Oh, See, I, 40, I just 40, think 50. it's a different art style. I I like Horizon's art style better. I but think I they will look, say both look great. I think I mean, Ratchet looks more impressive to me visually, even with the art style being cartoony. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just I think just one me. looks more realistic than the other. Far more of realistic. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And and I get that art style. See, at these, for instance, as the best looking HDR and color I've seen from any game right now. And, and in, in a way, it's like that is the best looking game in that way. I get that. But Horizon, I would say, absolutely looks better in Ratchet and Clank. And I would say God of War is going to eclipse that. I, I think oh, the yeah. ray tracing in Ratchet is is very impressive. Yeah, It's the it's most impressive cool, I've seen so far with yeah. ray tracing on console anyway. Oh, uh, you'd be, sorry, go ahead. I, 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 you know what I think would be great for the show tomorrow? Games. Games, yep. games, yeah. games. Just show game after game after game. Nobody coming on the stage to play a flute or sing or do any of that nonsense. No, I, I, That's one thing I really don't like about these shows is the theatrics. I don't care yeah. for it. Like, for me, I love the... I actually love the state of plays because they're just nothing but trailers, nothing but games. But yeah. there is something that's lost with those because you do want to see... Like, for me, I like to see uh, a little bit of theatrics. Now, now... Uh, yeah. That is the CEO is coming out on stage saying, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. Xbox is this, you know, pump up the crowd. It's like a hype man sort of thing before the show. Right. I yeah, like yeah. that sort of thing. And that's what's yeah. lacking in the state of play. But, you know, overall, just show me games after that. After you come out and hype the crowd, show me game after game. I don't need to see, uh, you know, like I said, singers or any of that. I, I don't need Ryan to see Reynolds. That. Yeah, Ryan I don't need to see well, I mean, a Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Mint commercial. Yeah, I don't need that. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, cool. uh, Ryan, you made me say Ryan Reynolds. Xbox's last two. I almost said Ryan Reynolds' last event. Xbox's <laughs> last two events was just games, 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 but they just need more gameplay. So yeah. do you guys think we're going to see more gameplay this time around? Or do you think we're so. still in that position where so. stuff isn't ready? Uh, I, th I think it would be ridiculous if we didn't see more gameplay. Um, if we were still getting relying on CG, like these studios were acquired in 2018. I mean, we need to see something. And I'm hearing that uh, Hellblade is going to be a no-show. That's pretty much kind of what people are expecting. But that was the first game to show off the Xbox Series X since 2019. And I know, get it, COVID and whatever, but uh, like something. Like you, one thing you mentioned, Colt, that was really interesting, and I agree with you, it may be limited gameplay, but something like a flyover, or like in Fable, for instance, to show the map or the tech, that's not exactly horribly involved, but it will at least pacify us who have been waiting for something mm. on from that box, right? From the Series X. Yeah, I, the... I just read today um, Chris Sawyer, who worked with Obsidian and uh, some other big studios, he was complaining about E3 today and he said that it takes them one to three months of like all hands on deck to build out a playable game demo to show on stage. He's like, I hate E3. It was his tweet this morning. And um, we know a lot of these studios are behind. PlayStation has had to push some of their games out for a little while. And if you think about them 
saying, all right, all hands on deck for the next one to three months full time. We're going to be building a demo to show gameplay at E3. Uh, they have to make a do or die decision whether they're going to show gameplay or finish the game in the target time they want to finish it. That yeah. sucks. I don't like that. I don't like either of those scenarios. Yeah. It, and it, I guess it's the nature of the beast, though. You have that E3 deadline. We look forward to it. Devs despise it because it puts added pressure on them. Takes away from dev time. So that's interesting. That is interesting. But we're selfish. We want to see gameplay. Um, <laughs> we damn it, do we not deserve it in chat. Um, Bina, thanks so much for the $5 Super Chase. Says, do you think Microsoft incentivized EA to make Battlefield 70? I assume in 2049. They launch, they launch it in Game Pass to make it look better, look like a better value for Game Pass. Is this thing, do you guys think that Battlefield is going to happen in Game Pass? Because David Jaffe is still resolute that it's happening. Not at E3. It won't be announced at E3. If if at all, um, if they do announce it, it'll be like a week before it launches. They they want all those pre pre orders. And Xbox yeah. definitely didn't say raise the price to seventy. They don't even raise the price of their own games to seventy. Yeah, yeah that. So yeah, that's not. Uh, they don't control third party uh, pricing or any of that stuff. A developer chooses what they choose, and it's on. A, it's kind of weird how they chose to say screw the uh, next gen customer when the pc version has all the same features high resolutions frame rates uh for 10 bucks less so yeah, yeah it's not cool. let, let, let's talk about this dealer because me yeah. you and colt were in ch party chat and uh we were <clears> arguing <throat> a little bit no you you're kind of berating me over this yeah um, you got choked slammed a few times i remember you're excited yeah. for the new game guys yes mm -hmm. so i'm excited for the new game okay and battlefield uh, this is the problem People said Battlefield, oh my god, doesn't have a single player campaign, but Battlefield never really had one. The, the first two, Battlefield 1949 <laughs> and Battlefield 2, that's the core. That's the core. Right, I, got a, I, got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. Halo 1 didn't have online team like Deathmatch. Should Halo 2 have it? Yeah. All right. Who gives a fuck? Because Halo 2 did a good online multiplayer. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the first second one did from a smaller Swedish team that wasn't owned by a multi billion dollar company at the time. What matters is what you're getting Ooh, yeah. for money. That's all there's to it. Even if it's a crap single player. I like turtles. <laughs> also, I think Dealer and I had this conversation. Uh, we were on the phone talking about this exact thing. And we were talking about how it's a totally separate team that builds the campaign and one that builds multiplayer. So you're still paying the same price. So where's the excuse? Yeah. No, I think what... And I, I said this uh, later on, that there is no excuse because they did introduce single-player components into Battlefield, even if there were forgettable experiences, apart from maybe Bad Company 2 that had a decent campaign, a really good campaign, actually. Um, it's just that, alongside the fact that there are other games in the space that inhabit this space are not charging you that much. And then Battlefield 6 ha or 2049 has a battle pass. And I think that, that, added, that adds more. And then there's seven maps. I get it. Seven maps that are very well realized normally if you take into account Battlefield's pedigree, uh, DICE's pedigree. $10 a map. $10 a map. Well, oh, the Battle well. Pass, I was talking to, uh, who is it? Crap. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, they're not going to split it the maps. They're, gonna, they're not going to split it the community. Uh, apparently, the Battle Pass will be for uh, like cosmetics and crap oh, okay. uh, because they don't want to have some guys have the map. And then, you know, the rest of the community not had the map. So they'll yeah. give the maps out for free. But again, past games have launched with more maps than this. And, and I get that they're bigger. That's fine. Yeah. 
but I, I, would, I would rather see more varied locations, you know, snow, jungle, uh, you know, some kind of beach level, and there's all kinds of different stuff. I'd like to go and see those maps and actually see maps I'm going to see most of instead of um, running through a giant, maybe PUBG style map. I don't know if it's that big, but, yeah. you know, you've all played that. You don't really, what's there, right? Play armor kill, you run for five minutes, 10 minutes to get sniped. That's one of the biggest battlefield maps of all time. It didn't make the game better. Uh, so it yeah. really depends on the executed. I'm not saying it'll be bad or good, um, but that's just my opinion. So you're telling me there's battle pass and then there's microtransactions as well. So yeah, you know they so, had a new female uh, CEO, and I thought she was gonna come in and put some flowers in the windows and stuff, and just like you know make the place nice again, right? Yeah. I thought yeah. she was gonna whip them into shape. She's yeah. like, not get their money, get a girl. She's like, she don't care. <laughs> like she's savage. <laughs> You know yeah. And again, and again, I have to preface this by saying I don't care what you spend your money on. Uh, you can buy it if you want. Don't buy it, you know. Don't buy it if you don't want. But for me, it's 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 not something I would pay seventy dollars for. I wouldn't even pay sixty dollars for this game with seven maps, no campaign. It's it's a no for me. Uh, you know, and there's no 60. smart delivery. Uh, yeah, no yeah. smart delivery, which is ridiculous. But of course, they did that on purpose because they don't want you buying uh, last gen for sixty and terrain. You know, so anyway, it, it just comes down to, you know, these publishers, they're greedy. They want more money and they're getting it. A lot of people are willing to pay it. And it's just, you know, consoles, are, console gamers are getting bent over again. That's that's bottom line. That's where we're, we're getting bent over. Um, we've got to pay for online. We've got to pay for, you know, $70 games, apparently, uh, when everybody else Which just pays, doesn't. We have to pay for upgrading our hardware. We buy a new console. We get the latest, greatest console and we have to pay extra for the version that they deem is is uh, an extra 10 bucks i i think that's bull crap like yeah. dealer said you have a four million dollar pc you get to buy the game for cheaper uh yeah, yeah it's just it's and you get a next gen console tax i don't yeah. understand how you can justify that yeah especially when the and pc sure version the gets yeah gets the same you know thing you know the pc gets the better, same experience sure the developers better yeah but the developers like dice has to kind of like tailor make that series x and ps5 version whatever amount of work maybe it's a week of work they just boom 10 more bucks and on yeah. the pc you have to do the tweaking yourself and i think that's the way they look at it but that's an archaic <laughs> way of looking at things i think yeah, yeah. They, look at it. They, uh, they, they look at it the only way that you can but this audience is if you segregate the audience for people with old consoles and people with new ones chances are the people with new ones can afford more and spend more on gaming which is yeah uh, reality and the optics like, yeah. of it are terrible from our point of view like why are you charging 10 pounds extra for the same game and not doing it for pc it's it's a yeah. it's a dick move right from their yeah. point of view they're charging mm. the richer gamers more money yeah yeah, yeah. that's like uh, dr evil's view though it's like it's still kind of yeah. bad right like and i feel, yeah. I feel like this is all that matters when you look at their books and, and they're making billions of dollars on microtransactions digital digital trash you're putting on your character or whatever and that's fine i've, I've been guilty of it I'm just saying that they make so much money there, right? Yep. And yeah. it's not like the, the point is they don't need to do this no. on top yeah. of taking content out. So I'm a, I'm a massive Battlefield fan. I got like thousands of hours in Battlefield 3 and 4. Uh, and I've been waiting on this. I really love the throwbacks to the homage to 3 and 4 in the trailer, right? All oh, of their yeah. trailers look like that, by the way. Go watch their old ones. I mean, you're like, oh, it looks next gen. Some of the last two. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just go back and check those out. And <laughs> yeah, I will say that, um, yeah, definitely the, the kind of throwback stuff with the jet and all this stuff is cool. But mm, I, I want to see that gameplay tomorrow. You got, okay, so they're on the Frostbite engine, right? Yeah. So most likely it's going to come out with some bugs. All right. It's Frostbite. 
Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, for me, I'm just, you know, I, I just assume wait for the price drop, and by then there, there's probably probably going to be a ton of patches to fix those bugs, and it'll be ready yeah. to go by the time I want to play. You know, five months down the line, it's, I, you know, it just sucks because, I, you know, if it doesn't go to Game Pass, I won't play it right away. You know, it, yeah, it, yeah. that that sucks for me because I do like Battlefield as well, but. I'm not paying the $70. Not for any game. No, I have to answer this question because so many people go, well, if Red Dead 3 came out tomorrow, you'd pay it. No, I've already said it. I'm not buying any game in $70, no matter if okay. I love the franchise or not. It's not a specific thing against one company or anything. It's just, it's across the board. I don't yeah, care. It, and that's a poly, and, and I respect that. I'm buying it for seventy pounds if I hate it because I I need it and I, I need that I need that battlefield I'd be dying for a modern day battlefield and I will get it. Yeah. So what kind of person am I? Someone who likes to complain but still buys these games. And that's who we are. We're the core gamers and like Asa says, the companies know it. We will buy it no matter how much we complain. It's got fifteen oh, million. Like... You know, <laughs> I'm not buying really? it. For that. <laughs> no. You know? No. Okay, you guys are stronger. He said than me. no. Oh, well, that came out left field. That just ruined my whole narrative. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, well, I'll play on my own forever alone. Colt, let's just buy it. Please buy a dealer. Let's get it. Let's squat mm. up. Let's squat yeah, up. Oh, oh, one more thing. Since we're on the, you know, I'm on a bigger platform here, I could say this much. Um, for the people that like to come at me and say, because there's people out there that are going to say it, you know, these developers work hard. They need that extra 10 bucks. It's not going <laughs> to the developers, guys. They get yeah. paid for their work. And the publishers are, are the ones that set the price, set the date, put it out there, and reap the money from it. It's That's how it works. Uh, the only time it ever deviates from that is if there's bonuses, promises based on sales. But that's very rare. Very yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's true. And uh, I think that's a silly argument. Especially when the others aren't doing that. Companies are jumping on that this is a there's some competition isn't doing that it's doing the opposite it's giving you more options is making gaming available to more more and more people you're telling me those developers are are, are starving they're not getting paid it doesn't make sense and fonds you do get it from them but you don't say anything yeah. wrong but people are like oh, I, I don't get okay. it people are either just, on that though ahead. like they are a company right so you can talk about what they need but it's not it's a balancing act to optimize the amount of money that they can get it's need doesn't come into yeah. it for them at all yeah. And I've always yeah. thought, like, m charging more doesn't necessarily net you more sales. And this game price point of $70, 70 pounds, whatever it is around the world, is nuts. Because yeah. you sell for half the price and you probably sell more than twice the copies. But I'm not making these decisions. And is what it is. Yeah. I think some of my uh, buddies out there in Australia were telling me they pay like $120. You yeah, know, man, ridiculous. for these games, and That's it's ridiculous. it's like you know you want to charge another ten bucks on top of that to these guys. It's insane. Yeah, Mads, Mads in Poland, you pay something around about ninety ninety five, maybe a little bit more because of the added tax and stuff. It's it's too much, man. This is why Game Pass is the hero in this console space for a good reason. It's opening up. And and let's uh, also mention that the publisher at hand here is EA, one of the greediest and most egregious when it comes <laughs> to gouging the consumer. And so it, it's just funny to me that Take-Two, EA, they're the ones that started this whole $70 thing. Then Sony adopted it. Somehow, every time, Activision just flies <laughs> under the radar. Like, the worst yeah, I know. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Activision, I don't understand how they get away with it. I don't. I, I actually don't so, think. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. 
What are you saying? It's just weird that when you say those names, Activision, EA, uh, Take Two, and then you throw in PlayStation. Like they all stand there together. Like we are the overlords of what you should pay for games. And yeah. um, Xbox put out a tweet today and said like something about how gaming is great. And someone goes, lower the prices then. And I'm like, well, they kind of have. They're keeping <laughs> it the same. They're giving you more ways to buy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't understand how Microsoft is the bad guy in this, and they're still still sticking with the non seventy dollar thing for first their first party. Well, where they have control, they don't have control of what third parties charge. Um, I'll just quickly catch up on uh, super chats. Danny, passionate official, thanks so much for the two dollar uh, super chat. Goes great panel. I'm CYV Studio. Good to be back. Oh, welcome back, uh, Danny. Uh, nice name change of name there, but thank you so much for your support. Kieran Rice, thank you so much for the five pound super chat. Goes curious to know what y'all think about Starfield comparing it to the previous. BGS games anyway. Um, yeah, a good segue, I guess, into Starfield uh, dealer. Like we were talking about this, me and Cole, I think we were on a different show and we were saying, and you're gonna, you're gonna berate me for this. I know what you like. You're you know, <laughs> Red Foreman, Foreman from the, that 70s show, like you asked what, but uh, it's, I don't think Bethesda make pretty looking games. I don't think Starfield's gonna be a looker. I hope I'm Do wrong. Do you think it's on a new engine like it is or no? No, no, I don't think it's on a new engine. Okay, well, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, you're right. Insider information. Um, so <laughs> it's you, not just... they announced it a few years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. not insider information. Late, late information. No, but they you... announced uh, they announced Elder Scrolls a few years ago as well, and that's on their new engine. So, I mean, again, they've uh, they don't want to work on that Fallout Four engine anymore. So, um, I would hope that that game is on a different engine. And if you, even if you've seen Fallout Four on PC, I mean, it's not the worst looking thing. It's just consoles yeah. and their optimization, but still. I expect that game to, to be a looker of some kind. Yeah. Let me know in chat if you guys think that... Um, uh, when did they announce Elder Scrolls? When was that? 2019? 2018? 2018. So 19. three years ago. 19? And they said they're using an updated crea creation engine, so I don't know what they're updating, but uh, the funny thing was <laughs> when you say Fallout animation. 4, it was... It, Fallout 4 was using an updated version of creation that Skyrim is built on. But, like... If you've got a good rig, like Fallout 4 can look really nice, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it will look nice. It'll be so interesting. It's, yeah, it's <sighs> like, like Dilla says, though, like um, Fallout 4 with the right hardware looks nice technically if you like, are actually playing it and looking around, but it's not like one of those Sony games that's cinematic and trailers really well. It's not what is the, the, the massively motion. It's not. What, you're absolutely like. Right. No, I say what, what is, is though? though, right? Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, but that's it in terms of trailering it and showing it at E3 when you've got to get that slice of it. If people are trying to throw it up against what the PlayStation Five can do, which is inevitable, that's what people are looking to Xbox to do. Right? Show us something better than Horizon. Show us something better than Ratchet. Stuff is mm. a different kind of game. It's much wider in scope. So I'm not yeah. sure it's going to do. Going to do the trailer quite as well, but it might be an absolutely brilliant game. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. those guys who'd worry about more so um, the fact that Microsoft are going to launch multiple AAA games this year, and uh, yeah, Sony haven't, really. Uh, you know, just real quick, Infurious1 in the chat says, Fonz, if you ever paid 80, 80 to $100 on an Ultimate Edition of a game, then, you know, basically saying if I paid more for a game for an Ultimate Edition or whatnot, then I'm being a hypocrite. First of all, no, I have not. But second, if I did, I was paying for more. Because they add things into those yes. things. They give you more. You might get more. books. You might get freaking a, a, a statue, something. You, you, you might get a helmet to put on and look stupid in. Uh, but at the end of the day, you get more for your money. Um, you're not getting anything more for the $70. Right. 
Uh, in fact, they're taking away more in this particular case. So nice try. But I'm no. going to say sometimes yeah. on that, when you talk about digital premium editions, you're effectively getting a very expensive microtransaction sometimes. Yeah, Some yeah that's true. Editions are like, that's why I don't pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy yeah. them. But <clears throat> to get back to Starfield, I, I think that, you know, one thing they do need to change up is, yeah, I, I'll say for Bethesda games, it's the animations for me. It's yeah, not yeah. necessarily the graphics. Because I, I think uh, Fallout 4 looks beautiful, uh, you know, in some cases. Uh, but the animation is a bit jank. It's it's a bit dated. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean. Uh, so someone in chat, uh, and I, I agree with him. And forgive me if I'm wrong here, uh, dealer, dealer, because dealer is always. I mean, my neck. No, uh, Acer. Uh, Matthew Esbell says, "Thank you so much for the five dollars super chat." He goes, "Thank you, Sony, for normalizing these seventy dollar games." I think the blame should be on Sony. No, aren't they the ones who set the trend or no. created the trend? No, huh? Take Two did. Take two right? started it with the uh, I think the NBA series the two K. Um, apparently, uh, Sony met with developers and they were they were trying to push for eighty bucks something like that, right? Is that we're referring to, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, yep. and, and they did it with their own first party. While Microsoft and Greenberg on, on their very own show, right? RDX said that um, yeah, we're going to try to keep the sixty bucks basically. Which again, I've seen no evidence of anything. But we've also not really had any games since, so I don't I don't think they'll raise that price though. You don't think they will? The 160 bucks, I think they'll leave Halo there, Forza there. And uh, they know you're getting Game Pass anyway for, for a lot of people. The one thing I'll add to the conversation when, in regards to Sony and that, you know, the $70 thing is that, you know, I, I said it back then and I stick to it. The fact that Sony is so popular, they kind of set a precedence when they did uh, follow along and, and, and start that $70 campaign for their first party games. Because then the other, you know, it just shows the others that you know they've opened the floodgates essentially and you know there's so many defenders for sony that you know they they're they're okay with it and some have told me straight up i'm happy to pay more for greatness and they gloat <laughs> like that and i'm like it's just weird to me. it's weird to me okay it's weird to me that you would say something like that but it's actually what they say and you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just the consumer of these games. I don't care. I, I play where they're at. And anytime they raise the price to anything, I, yeah. I question it. I talk about it. And it's like, these guys, they don't. And I, I don't get that. I don't yeah, get you know, that. The, um, the prices, though. So I actually agree. I think Sony did kind of lead the way on this and make it possible. But then if you look at the um, um, Tim Sweeney's emails from the Epic versus Apple lawsuit, and you realize how much pressure these third parties are putting on and they, they don't they're not playing nice all the time so yeah i'm sure yeah. i'm sure there's a lot of pressure on them to keep those prices going up <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting that's a good point it's always that's, that's a good point yeah because those emails were there was a lot of pressure there it was surprising like the tone of them was like Whoa. yeah <laughs> the tone is very weird that was almost like legal like just, well, not even legal it was just like yo just do it do it do it yeah <laughs> you know you know you, you can't mess with us it was, you know we're the, like there's there's no outcome where we don't get what we want or whatever it was. That's said, insane. Using Fortnite was like, <laughs> there is no outcome where we don't get what we want is exactly what they said uh, in that email. And that, to me, is ridiculous. It's not like something Randy Pitchford would say. Hey, yeah. somebody in the chat said it's confirmed that Elder Scrolls and Starfield will use the same old engine. I didn't hear that. But. No, 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 they no. literally showed the engine. They showed, they showed Elder Scrolls off and they said that they were working on new, their new engine with it. What was it yeah. yeah, unless the, something has changed, uh, and you know, I don't, I don't see that. 
Um, yeah, okay. Starfield is an overhauled creation engine. Like someone's like, I hope they're not using the creation engine. That's really old. And I was like, well, so's Unreal, but it's being updated and they're using different versions. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I think Fonz and I talked. Fonz and I talked about uh, how, or maybe it was Gaz and I talked about how Starfield has that. Dealer's gonna love this, but Starfield has, in those screenshots has that blue overtone that we see in like Control and Quantum Break, which I do not like whatsoever. That artsy like, what do you call that? That's like a weird a washed color. out. Yeah. Ugh, just nasty. Yeah. So, uh, and at thirty, it's horrible, but. Starfield will be 60 on the new console, so yeah, I, I don't know. I hope so. I, I'm I really like intrigued to see what Starfield will actually be like. If it's just Fallout in space, I'll be disappointed. Well, I, I have this, I have this prediction that uh, Starfield is going to be, you know, how hmm. Fallout is like a callback to the 40s and 50s of what the future will be like. I have a feeling that there'll be a slight overtone that uh, Starfield is like in the 60s. Our our look into the future but they also say it mixes like spacex with ne with uh, elon musk so mm -hmm. there's gonna be some really like future correct things in starfield but it's gonna have like this styling in it that is a harken back to as uh as we were in the 60s how we look to the stars yeah. and i think that mix might give it that charm uh because bethesda games are normally still pretty serious in their own way kind of black comedy uh, unlike Outer Worlds, which is really goofy. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It could be. You, We're you see, see it though. The, <laughs> but, oh, by the way, the engine, the engine is an updated engine. Todd Howard talked about it six months ago. Said that Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six is an updated creation engine. Yeah, yeah. creation engine. Even Elder Scrolls. So yeah. I mean, that that basically is saying like an updated. You got to be more specific because I mean they specifically reference that they're reusing new engine. They can't wait to. You work on this new engine and all this stuff. So is it like the difference between normal engine three to four? Is it? Yeah, what do you it's mean? an updated engine. Okay. That's, that's so all it's just they're the saying. next version? Next version, I guess. Okay, yeah. so it's different updated. engine, basically. So Unreal, in Unreal Engine 3 to 4, 2 to 3, you would say it's kind of a different engine. Only recently can you update Unreal Engine to 4 to 5, right? So doing things a little different. It's like uh, Frostbite 1 to 2, right? It's a pretty decent leap there. Yeah, yeah. I think so it's it also... Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah, and also we'll it's the yacht. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll find out tomorrow. Oh, shit, less than 24 hours. I'm so hyped. Um, Mr. Joanna Duck, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Hello, gentlemen. If you could make a wild E3 prediction, what game could be announced that you would never expect? Uh, well, we can't say it if we don't expect it. But for example, Halo spinoff by Machine Game. Um, actually, um, thank you, Joanna Duck. I actually thought about this, right? Okay, and Dealer, you know, let's get into the source. Um, I'm disappointed that Halo is cross-gen. I'm also disappointed that Halo is a 10-year, decade-long project. That's what it is. That means Halo will be stifled. And I'm going to get game design. It's going to be stifled for 10 years by the last-gen console. Because the, it's a cross-gen game. In what way is it stifled, though? I need so, specific examples. Okay, right. let, let okay. me explain this to you, though. I'll give it to Red Dead 2 on last year looks better. Oh, no, that, it can't be the no. visuals, then it's weird. I'll explain this to Gaz. Yeah, it's a 10-year thing. It's a 10-year project. However, so so was Destiny, and they left last-gen yeah. consoles behind as well. Yeah, project. So... Yeah. So you don't yeah. think it's actually going to be? A shit. I don't think they're going to keep, you know, using the Xbox One, you know, assets and stuff. Like that's not going to happen going forward. Uh, getting the PC uh, past twenty twenty three. 
Like, I think that they're going to move on, and and the the graphics will definitely... They scale anyway. I mean, most of the stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, if you're talking about about scope and game design... What do you want them to do? Like, fly around? I mean, what do you want? Maybe maybe that'll happen. Why not? Because Masters is too open. Really obvious example. Battlefield 2042. Next-gen versions have 128 players. Halo is a large-scale game. We're not going to get scale. Yeah. I mean, but if you if you're talking about player count, that's exactly an example of scalability, right? If they yeah. keep them separate, yeah. they, they could do something. If they keep but... the, if I mean, they keep oh, that's what they will do. I mean, Battlefield's yeah. doing it. it, it Sixty four players on Xbox One, PS four, and one twenty eight on next gen. I mean, Asa, just thank you, sir. What's Holy? the way? I do why want we, I do want games so to push innovation high. though. I'm so, I don't get it. This seems Look, I get it. You want next gen only, so you feel more vindicated. But at the end of the day, we have no proof that anything's held back, and the fact that it looks a little bit better since last why, year is proof why, in itself that visuals are not. I'm so excited about these CPUs that there's all these ancient CPUs go away. All these you've been working on this game for since like 2015, Gas. What do you want from? Them? No, but when, when, when do you think? The oldest time we spent so much energy talking about the SSDs, the SS, uh, oh, the CPUs, these old Asian CPUs holding things back, AI, well, everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, that didn't mean that they're magically going to have it... Terminator for AI in the next game. I mean, like I said, it's been being made since 2015. Okay, well, I understand that it's been made by 2015, but that's another 10 years. That's if, if but, on that's, paper. but that's what I was trying to explain to you. When they do leave last-gen consoles behind, because I'm sure they will within a couple of years or so, I, yeah. I, it's going to happen. They're when they leave. do do that, then you're going to start to see other things open up if they choose to do so. Now, this is all developer-dependent. Like These yeah. developers can choose not to have larger-in-scope games or do these different mechanics that only can be done on these SSD drives. Like It's all up to the developers at the end of the day, and right now... From what I see from most developers, all these games are very scalable right now. Ratchet yeah, and Clank being the exception. Yeah. And there's a reason that we knew Gran Turismo would come to PS4. We knew we knew that Horizon could run around on PS4. We knew that Spider-Man could run on PS4. We talked about how God of War should be on PS4 because unless they're doing something crazy with the bit, like the throughput of the something like an SSD, like Ratchet, then there's no reason they couldn't. But I, I get what you're saying. Right? Like you want to you want to feel like they're getting the most out of the AI and all that stuff. I get it. Yeah. And and yeah, when they when they move up, they'll definitely get some improvements there. But at the end of the day, the game is being made when it's being made, and I can't complain about that. Uh, they, they can't help that they start working on that in 2015. You know. Okay. I think so, the misconception is here is a lot of. Asa, go ahead. Go ahead, Asa. Two or three <laughs> years down the line, they say, right, Halo Infinite, our next chapter of the story, is so grand in scope. It's not going to run on the ben. Xbox One, but Xbox One players, yeah. we still love you. You can stream it from xCloud to your Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll yeah. be happy with that. I'll and that's, that's, that. Yeah, that's perfect. And they, the key word is grand in scope, right? So that would be something grand in the gameplay in- design, some kind of map wow. system, something like that, right? So I, I think that software carries hardware further than people give it credit for. And every two years, they find out a way to do something they didn't know how to do, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Now, the engines is the same reason your game from 2013 looks nothing like the one from 2019 or 2020, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give these guys a little credit, a little time, and uh, hopefully uh, Craig has some textures on his forehead. Oh yeah, I'll just say that I think a lot of people are under the assumption that gamers out there anyway that uh, that all this cross-gen stuff and this scalability that it, it, it's just all about you know graphics and like you know they think oh since it's cross-gen it's got to be you know, held back in in the graphics department, and they they don't understand how scalable graphics are. 
Like, yeah. this is the one thing that your games are not going to look any worse on the yeah. PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. They're going to look yeah. incredible. I mean, just look at Miles Morales, for instance. That game looks jaw-droppingly beautiful on the yeah. PlayStation 5, and it's cross-gen. Yep. So, and two, you got minimum spec. Most games are on PC, right? You got minimum spec on PC dictating, really, what's held back. And it's the reason my 2080 is not held back by a 1060, right? Eh, a quad yep. core is not held back by, or well, vice versa, an, an octa core or something like that, depending on the game. So, yeah. PC is kind of the uh, the lowest common denominator when it comes to CPUs for sure. I don't know how long it'll be before the minimum requirement on PC will be uh, 16 threads is in two. Yeah. It'll be a while. So Unless that's held back. That, everything's held back right there already by by that argument. This is kind of a pointless argument to have, you know. Yeah. Or an SSD, the minimum spec for for SSD, in a game to be an SSD on PC. They're, they'll start uh -huh. hitting, but it'll be a while before that's just everywhere. If, if you want to be mm -hmm. really controversial and upset people, though, you could say that Sony don't have those same limitations. Uh, you Ooh. could, but you could also look at what they're doing with their games and they're sending them to PC, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, and I'm not worried about those limitations. Even if they weren't worried about them, I'm not worried about it because we the most beautiful games are mostly on PC anyway. We see how this stuff works. I mean, not a big deal. All right, cool. Yeah, and the only true next, yeah, the only new tr new uh, true next generation game on the PS5 is Ratchet and Clank. So knowing what we know about hardware and software, could Ratchet and Clank run at that fidelity on an Xbox Series X? Why not? Why the not? answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Better. Yeah. I mean, a developer confirmed that that stuff could be done on Series X and S already, right? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, that. I think that's uh, uh, Fonz and I on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah uh, Leg, thanks so much for the $5 super check. Do you think they they just know less people on PC will buy it because they're more conditioned to wait for deals than console gamers are? Uh, I think there's an argument there. I think, well, Cole, you shake your head. No, I mean, PC gamers aren't conditioned to wait and pay for stuff. No, PC gamers just have more options. I mean, they have uh, different, yeah. all kinds of different storefronts. They can buy their game. See, they can buy uh, the keys uh, at a discount price from reputable sites and non-reputable sites. They can steal the game <laughs> if they'd like, if they'd like <laughs> to do the work. Yeah, so uh, the, the whole notion of PC gamers... Uh, standing up to the man and refusing to pay for online and, okay, so and seventy dollars games, I think, is kind of bullcrap. Uh, I just think that I, I don't it's, think it's that, simpler I, than I can't that. Imagine. Colt. It's simpler than yeah, that. It, it comes. It comes down to uh, no brick and mortar store having PC games on their shelves. Uh, they don't have to, the cost of putting their PC games on shelves, so they can pretty much undercut console uh, games. Console games, you, they have to have shelf space for it. The physical games are out there. Uh, they're paying for costly so shelf space. And yeah. if a game was to undercut that on digitally, uh, these retailers would say, I'm not selling your console either or these games. And, and yeah. so those repercussions is what keeps our games high. Uh, that's why we never got cheaper digital games like uh, PC does. Now, if everybody went digital, you'd probably get cheaper games in theory, but... Probably not, because console gamers still take it up the rear, you know. Uh, they, they charge what they want. But, yeah, I mean, th th that's, in theory, you could do that. But, like yeah. I said, it all comes down to retail space um, in that regard when it comes to PC versus uh, digital games on console. I agree, I agree. Yeah, it does. Uh, Neil B., thank you so much for being part of the Game on Daily Elite Familia. Brr! 
thank you so much for joining us and uh, joining the Elite family. You get access to behind the scenes footage and other videos as well that we film. Thank you so much, man. And it really does help us out a lot. Dan Lazaro, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. So Ratchet has six hours gameplay. <laughs> Laughing emoji. Premium $70. Cole, um, oh, you've been playing uh, Ratchet. Are you? How are you finding it? And is it worth $70? Uh, you can't ask me that. Everybody's answer is different. Yeah. I paid for it regardless because I was going to play it. Uh, it's really fun. It's really nice looking. Um, it's a high quality game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah. I mean, just look at it. This is yeah. Ace it's has got it's it up gorgeous. On the screen. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a gorgeous game. It's uh, I mean, it, it really shows <laughs> that when they when Insomniac made Sunset Overdrive for Xbox. They didn't put this level of attention and care into uh, Sunset Overdrive compared to the last oh, round. Was a blank I had to run on a potato. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go, Asa. The Xbox One was a potato. We all know yeah. it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and, then, they... and then two years later, they came out with Ratchet and Clank on the PS4, and it looks like 17 times better. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to divide when you give your teams more money. I almost feel like Don Matrick like asked his Sonic, like, "Hey, do us a solid, make us a game. We're good for it." I don't know what happened. I really like Sunset Overdrive, but it doesn't have this level of polish that the last, this and the last Ratchet and Clank do. And then you look at them when they brought out Spider Man. You're like, "The what? Same team? Yeah. Like, yeah." I think it's it's it, it it speaks to maybe the synergy that Sony and Insomniac had. I think a lot of people, even place uh, Xbox fans, said, "You know what?" makes sense it's probably good that the best thing is the best fit for insomniac their legacy is with playstation so i think there's i agree with you just like well maybe they tried and it just wasn't there and i you know microsoft apparently approached them and that was the precursor to them being bought out by sony uh possibly for less money uh but i don't know i don't know someone else talked from uh, no special ed uh, special nick from xbox zero was telling me that um Dodge, thank you so much for the five pound super takers. Uh, God bless you, Acer. Always summarizing, keeping my expectations in check. Very much like the Jerry, uh, Jerry Springer of the YouTube community. Hashtag final thought. I don't know mm. what's this hashtag. This is about Acer. Thank you so much for keeping Dodge uh, happy. Kendrick Star, thank you so much for the ten dollars super chat. Let's keep it one hundred. After two generations, Xbox has raised game prices from fifty to sixty dollars. It's been two more gens, so we can't be too mad at Sony or anyone else. Do like me, don't pre-order <laughs> and wait for sales in three months. What do you think about that? I think you yeah, should people. remember that they, <laughs> they they raise prices a lot with DLC, microtransactions. Yeah. And again, the books say it all. If they need to raise it or not, it's not. If, oh, it's been 10 years. Yeah, just well, go ahead. It's, the 10 years, you got to raise it, right? Yeah. No. Also, also, the market has grown Jeez. exponentially. Yeah, the market's, yeah, what me and Foster are talking about, it's a bigger market than ever, right? So you got more customers. You've got more sources for revenue. You, you've got, you've got, uh, yeah, microtransactions, crazy billions of dollars a year on that alone. DLC used to be season microtransactions. Passes, season, season passes, season passes. You know. Day one editions now that come early for a hundred bucks or so. They have found yeah. ways to charge you more. Content so held back. To pay more for the base game. Also, all of content this held back to too. Yeah. yeah, and all of that applies to Battlefield. It comes out early. You can buy, pay more. You can get a season pass. There's DLC and microtransactions. 
Yeah, it's this, funny. Uh, people people will send me uh, 1990 cartridges saying, look, we paid $84 for this cartridge back in 1990. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the market was a lot smaller back then, and cartridges were expensive to produce on. Yeah. That's like, it, it, and uh, to manufacture. Time. It was expensive. We had the publisher, big publisher of Little Giant, Mike Rose, telling you it's a his take. He literally said that to your face. It's an absolute joke. Yep. He's a publisher. He's a lot of person. Him. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah, I don't understand why. He did make me realize something, though, because he was saying um, one of the things that's, that's really bad about it is charging that much up front to, like, mug off the people that are willing to pay early and then tanking the prices really quickly. And actually, if you look at Sony so far this generation, they're not tanking the prices very much at all. I've been keeping like a sly eye on them, Demon Souls, because it's not it's not yeah. a game I want to pay seventy quid for. But it's only gone down yeah. to about sixty three quid so far. So they are yeah. um, they're taking the Nintendo approach on keeping those prices uh, painful. <laughs> uh, that's a, that is painful. I've, oh god, because Nintendo's prices don't even shift. It's crazy. Uh, JPD, JP Dunks uh, for thank you so much for the ten dollars super because Microsoft isn't going to make Halo next gen only when it's arguably the biggest reason to subscribe to Game Pass. You'd piss off a lot of Game Pass subs. Also needs to play on low to mid tier PCs, and you are correct. Uh, the PC market is correct. I just want the definitive Battlefield and Halo experience. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, Game and Pass that, wasn't really a thing when they started making the game, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing. But you, he's right about the PC, and you're. But you're all right um, about the PC being the lowest common denominator. You can't alienate it. I still think there's a point about game design. It's interesting for um, Halo. There were talks about an engine where you could like travel into the other side of the planet in real time and stuff like that. That could be something uh, mm -hmm. that only next gen consoles could do. Apparently, there's. Chat, let us know if you want, you want to invent any mechanics that need uh, <laughs> <that's> a... <laughs> well, we can do that. You know, we can try to come up with cool ideas, but the problem is, again, you know, it's hard to just, like, really, I mean, velocity alone, memory multiplier, how they find ways to do all this stuff. I don't know what the limitation would be, right? I don't know how you would max that out. I have no idea. You also well, don't it? want them to build games around a yeah. gimmick. And... Uh, yeah. I, I know it's a bad word to say like the riffs and riffs apart are a gimmick, but it's like a it's like, hey, look, we can do this now. And then they build the story around it. And like I'm following the Ratchet and Clank story and uh, Dr. Nefarious took the uh, I forgot what it's called already. The uh, the Dimensionator and he's wreaking havoc. And I'm like, yeah, but what's the story like they're trying to get everything yeah. back to normal? Like, what's the what's the big, like, interesting story to follow? And that's not quite come in yet. As I played in the first couple hours, and I feel like if you, hey, look, we can do this with tech. Let's build it into a game. Like they do that with movies to great yeah. fail. Like they, yeah. hey, we can we can do bullet time and lean back yeah. and have bullets go over us in slow motion. And and uh, it worked for Matrix, but every other movie tried to shoehorn it in and made really uh, uh, box yeah. office bombs because they were just trying to capitalize on what's new and hot. Uh, make a great game. Yeah, so like talking about with Red Dead Redemption. This is only like reinforcing what you say because what you say is exactly right. Um, Insomniac did come out publicly. A developer said that um, for that game, they were given the specs of the PlayStation Five. They had a look at the SSD. They figured out what they can do with it, and they built backwards from there. So that was like this game is going to ah. show what this SSD can do. It's exactly what you said. They built backwards and built around it. So. Ah, interesting. very interesting. 
and it, but it's working on this title you know the the game's an 88 89 meta mm -hmm. uh, it looks great it's fun um this uh, is the story is the best i'm not sure yet but yeah yeah mm. I, I just want to quickly talk because the all eyes are going to be there's one big game that everyone's going to absolutely rip apart they're all going to gut it last time mm -hmm. i was on i had the pleasure <laughs> of being on rdx the day halo got delayed and dealer i don't know if you remember i was there and i was like that ray tracing better be there man and that was a like half a year ago god knows how long um almost a year ago um yeah because it wasn't going to be their day one last year right yeah it wasn't and, they said they're going to be delaying and bringing it later right yeah. but we yeah. haven't even heard anything in the halo waypoint blogs or anything about ray tracing at all it seems to be a glaring omission in, they're in waiting until they drop they drop more details at e3 right yeah, are you They'll start dropping information from there. Yeah, I so think you anyway. You expect that to, there to be like ray tracing? Oh, how what? How high are your is your confidence in uh, 343's ability to deliver a good-looking Halo game? Um. Well, <laughs> we already saw it, right? I just wanted to have the damn mountains. I, I, I like those to stay popped in. Um, I think they'll have they'll they'll definitely use that uh, 12, 12 teraflops with the software equivalent. Yeah, equivalency worth the ray tracing, right? There's no way they're going to leave all that on the table with the game. I don't think that it's really built for... No Halo has been the best-looking game. I'll say that first and foremost. But really, I don't think it'll be... No, not even close. Even, even on the original Xbox, there were games that look a lot better in Halo Combat Evolved to me. Like Mech Assault and stuff like that. And, uh, Halo, I mean, Halo... Halo CD. 5 was not even close to the best-looking. Halo, uh, Halo, Halo 2... Halo 4, Halo 4, Halo 4. Halo 4, yeah, but it came out the last year of the 360's life cycle, so yeah, it's going to look great, it did right? It look really good. And yeah. it does. Um, but still, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I didn't go into Halo. Now, when I saw the the pre-render stuff, right, at the beginning of their showcase last year, that's what we hammer on one. Like, why are you showing that? This isn't even yeah. close to that. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. So you're, shoot, you're blowing your foot off with a magnum. Like, why are you setting yourself up for this? <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way. You're showing yeah. me oh, the realistic Halo, the and then he pops out in this Roblox, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, right? We do that Roblox grunt picture that people took a, a picture of, and we go, yeah! Oh, like, yeah. that's the grunt. But, again, like, we're excited for the game only because they listened, and they did delay it like we asked. Like, um, yeah. and, and that's a good thing, man. We only get one Master Chief. You only get one IP called Halo. So, yeah. take care of it. Don't do dumb shit. Take your time and build out the story. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. graphics. And hopefully I feel like we'll they're get... trying to get away with things. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Labrie in the chat. Yeah. Shout out to Sean. Yeah. Um, they, apparently, yeah. they're going to just show... <laughs> Who is that? I have no idea. Um... Uh, that's my buddy. My buddy Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, it's a Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, the, apparently, they're just going to show multiplayer cult. And would you be happy with just a multiplayer showing, or do you think three four three are obliged nope. to show the single player? They showed it twice. No, basically they showed cinematics from from it the first time, right? And then last year they showed what was a little bit of single player, and they got destroyed for good reason. So I mean, they've only shown single player this year. They'll focus on one hundred and twenty FPS multiplayer stuff like that. Maybe they'll give you a little hint or a little uh, a little view there, gas. What do you want to see from them? Well, I, I want to see some good looking stuff player. too. I want to see them. I think they're they're under an oblig oh, obligation. is a strong word, but I think they're almost obliged to show the single player because they have to show Halo in its best light. There's this question they've yes. acknowledged that it's problem. They have to show the campaign. Yep. 
because like the same part again maybe is a comparison maybe or maybe, maybe no. just even a side oh, by side like, real quick what if they, like what if they do what if they just make a really cool trailer using master chief and using some gameplay elements with cgi but showing off that hey look the ray tracing is in there the lighting is better and it looks overall better i don't think better. it will be and I, that's that's what i want to see i want to see a better looking i want to at least see the lighting be better even if it's not with you know with yeah. ray tracing the lighting definitely was flat and it, yeah. the, yeah, the textures gonna... lacked so they need to they need to just show it so that, they can prove to everybody that hey, we did make it look better. Yeah, they have well, to. They if they said, don't show it, it's an L, dude. It's an L. Yeah, I said they were going to show the that they they fixed the lighting problems and the flat shading and some of those things in the yeah. Halo Waypoint articles, which I dug into pretty deeply when I was making a couple videos about it. But uh, I haven't heard a word about ray tracing, so uh, mm. I think dealers with me. I don't know if there's ray tracing at launch. Not every game needs ray tracing. Like I'm playing Ratchet and Clank on ray tracing performance mode. The lighting looks identical to me back and forth. If you can see real reflections in the water when your character runs across it for five and a half seconds, like, is that worth it? I wonder sometimes these yeah. buzzwords we cling on to. Um, if the game doesn't look more realistic or better with realistic lighting with ray tracing, like. If you're just getting reflections, I've seen amazing screen space reflections yeah, for a decade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, I was the I same mean. way with with Spider-Man Miles Morales. <laughs> I played in performance mode without ray tracing because uh, I didn't need the ray tracing. the The SSR was fine. They do need great. to. They do need to implement it at least in an option because they already advertised it. They already told people it was going to have it, so they need they need to do it, and they will do it. It's their first party title. <clears throat> I don't know again day and day just because they ain't said nothing, right? Doesn't mean it's not going to be there, but. If it is there, that's their first title that they would launch with ray tracing from them, right? Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Asa, what do you think? So there's a couple of things there, a couple of things there. The first, um, they, they do have to show single player. They have to show it looking nice. The worst thing they can do yeah. is they look at Halo Infinite multiplayer at 120 frames per second on this 1080p 30 stream. So that it looks like Halo 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you're lucky, it's even 60. <laughs> it'll be, it'll it'll be 1080p nice. 60 for the yeah, stream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which, why are they doing that? It's a completely separate topic, but like, it's not live. It's not interactive. Yeah. Give me a full Yeah, just upload the damn thing, right? Like, what are you doing? And everybody's doing yeah. it. I don't understand. Yeah. But besides that, the um, the ray tracing thing. So you can, like, everyone thinks of ray tracing as being reflections, and they can do that and make it so that. Like the Master Chief's visor is reflective, and you'll never see it outside of a cutscene, and that's dumb. But Halo's <laughs> full of like plasma rifles yeah. and plasma swords, so please use it for global illumination. Like, please mm. have those emitting light all over the place. Yeah, yeah. and that will make a difference. <laughs> and too, like uh, vehicles like the Warthog, you know, you'd see little details in the windows and stuff like you know, crafted yeah. again isn't isn't really the end all be all. But again, they don't have to use that hardware for ray tracing. You know, if they don't yeah. want to, as you guys covered here on this channel, right? So. Um, thanks to my great question, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, so that was a fantastic interview with David. Uh, David Springer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, seriously. I mean, I can't wait to see how they start leveraging some of this stuff. And I think that just make sure it's uh, it's done. You know, it hits all of its goals and uh, give fans what they deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Lazard, thanks so much for the $2 super chat. Because if a game is less than 50 now, it better look good. I don't know if game length uh, is equated to visuals. You could have a Thoroughly stunning experience. Uh, Returnals looked okay. It looked good, but $70 good? I don't know. I, I enjoyed that game, but 
Uh, I mean, they were going to charge you seventy for PlayStation Destruction All Stars, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, did, yeah. it dropped first at seventy, but they put it in PSN. So if you had and PSN, it was it. free. Oh, no, so they, actually, they they put the price down to like twenty quid or something for it as well, which was necessary. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah dude. Yeah, that's, yeah. Shout out oh, to the four hundred fifty people watching the chat. Smash the like button. Uh, let's get saucy. Park season nineteen thirty. Thanks so much for the five pound super chat. Goes. <laughs> Come on, this is the poppin' in Ratchet and Skank. It looks far worse than the mountain poppin' in Halo Infinite game reveal. Colt, is he right about that? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, no, there, there was. There was. <laughs> well, there was a uh, controversy, or how, how do you say it over there? Controversy. And a controversy. 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 Aluminium. So anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a there was somebody was sharing around a gameplay clip of Ratchet popping in uh, legs of a, like a big creature, and they're like, "Oh no, the SSD!" Ha ha ha! And uh, Digital Foundry got into it with them today about that, and uh, yeah, it did not go over well. What about did the glitches on Dirt Five and stuff that people were making fun of? Did Digital Foundry jump in and say that's a that's a glitch? Did they go around to Twitter and and hammer that guy on on Series X? You remember that? No, they, yeah, when they're they, they, uh, the, the the glitch headlights and stuff, and uh, oh, yeah, everyone right. was the stuff. Did, oh. did Digital Foundry run there and say, "Shut up! It's it, it's yeah. a glitch." It, did they do yeah. that? I don't, I don't know if you. They, they never do. I, I shared that post in the chat with you guys. I don't know if you saw it, but it, it was weird how it was disappearing, like just like a few feet away, and then you'd walk back, and you know, it'd reappear, and it, I, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what it has to deal with. I'm not that smart when it comes to the tech, but. Uh, it it looks odd. It don't look right, but yeah. uh, John, I think Lineman of Digital Foundry said that it was uh, probably an oversight, I believe, by the developers. Yeah, uh, he was. said it was. Uh, David Springer said that he had to come out know. and say it. David Springer, the tech director, said it's a bug. We're sorting it out. No, I'm talking about I'm fire. talking about Ratchet though. I'm talking about oh, Ratchet. Ratchet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that he did say that, and they were really aggressive with that. It was... That's what David Deal is right. Yeah, I, John yeah, he, he jumped in there pretty quickly and said that it was like a, a clipping, like the camera was trying not to obscure your view. And then they, then he said that it looked like he went into an area where the player character is not supposed to be. So something in the level design was popping in and it's oh. not an SSD problem. Like, yeah, okay. there's a yeah. camera panning thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, Gunstar, thanks so much for the five pound super. Check. <laughs> Will Forza Horizon 5 introduce police chases to ramp things up? Mexican police might have banned the festival. Not original, but yeah, oh, that's a good premise for the game. They're bringing like a need for speed kind of uh, uh, thing to it. I don't think it needs to ramp things up. Well, d d didn't Dealer ask for something like that? Year, years ago. I was yeah. Talking, I, I won't pull, yeah, well, I think a lot of people did. Like, you want cops to chase you in your cool car. And I think Horizon is at the point. Um, what are they going to do, right? With yeah. four, it's a fantastic game, right? Speaks for yeah. itself. Um, but what are they going to do? Add another season? Another, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, so it's one of those things where season. they got to find a mechanic to separate it. And it's been three years in development. So, yeah, it's been a yeah. while. It's almost full. Uh, yeah, I, f I fear that Forza Horizon will follow the uh, kind of Ubisoft formula. Then you have all these icons in the map, and then you have to do the drift races and you yeah. have to do the speed traps. And that's what kind of four is starting to feel like. I'm like, all right. I actually prefer three to four, but yeah. Um, but that's a good point. I, ho I hope they do mix it up. But I'm still going to be a, Hor a Forza Horizon 
man, those games are always so well polished and well designed. Um, just music, the soundtrack. I can't wait. For We're going to see Forza Horizon 5, guys. And I'm kind of glad. I was a bit disappointed that it's not set in Tokyo uh, or Japan. Um, but ultimately, that's good for us because late, the later version will be uh, next-gen only, which is good, isn't it, dealer? Next-gen only. Am I a piece of shit for asking for next-gen only? Apparently, I am. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> It'll look amazing. Yeah, it will, it'll, this will look. Forza it's scalable. There's nothing there to, you know, really hold anything it's back. got scales on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's a racing game, damn it. <laughs> um, we're hearing uh, murmurs, and they're solid leaks according murmurs. to Acer. Murmurs. I'm ignoring. I'm going to interrupt before you say that. Just because that last little quip that, that Fonz made, like, it's a racing game, damn it. Forza 8 is a racing game, and that's next-gen only because they can't run those physics. On the previous console, oh, so really? racing game is a, uh, Actually, is a reasonable <laughs> example of a game that needs to be next gen. I just got done talking to somebody uh, <laughs> playing that game, and that's that's actually running on Xbox One right now. Is it? That's fair oh, enough. Really? They, um, so he said, "Take it back, buddy." You tried to stab Fonz in the neck just now. <laughs> yeah, but the but as an the example, head, so they head came out to ten as. Yeah, Colts heard the same thing. This is yeah. the, the eight points of contact on the tires and things like that. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, Guerrilla Games talked about Horizon Forbidden physics. West, yeah. uh, you know, not being able to fly. You know, de developers will say things just to give that corporate speak and sound like, you know, hey, we're going to do the next big thing on the next console, and it doesn't ever pan out. Well, you know, and two, just because it's running doesn't mean it's running great, right? But, uh, again, given time, software will catch up eventually. I, I think... It, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to see a racing game that wouldn't be able to run on on last gen, uh, because that would be some seriously impressive physics that would undoubtedly get less demanding in the next iteration, next iteration. But uh, I can't wait to see that game, man. It's been what 2017, 2021. We won't get it till next year, and that's a long time for a motorsport game. And those, that's kind of my preferred branch there. So yeah. is is that confirmed that it's not going to be next gen only? No, it's not confirmed yet. This okay. Is okay. Yeah. All right. Just so be hard you, you, on thirty minutes. <laughs> there will be so you think it's going to be a cross-gen game dealer or is it just running on I'm, it? i don't know i know it's running on it i don't know if it'll be a cross-gen game i don't know if they'll ditch it but if it's running why well for one why, why bother waste the time getting running and why ditch 50 million customers when you can't sell any xboxes because you don't have any silicon got you i don't know but maybe they will it don't matter either way the game's going to be phenomenal the, well I think a next-gen only thing if, thing, if it's doing things that aren't possible, and I get it, iterative things, they'll get easier, but ultimately the new hardware will do stuff, typically. We're kind of ruined by this cross-gen notion. Yeah. Like, there how are is, things... The only thing Xbox... I can think of is, like, physically laced smoke, like a physics type thing, and again, even oh, on PC, you can turn that crap on calculations, Just a pure number of physical ca calculations, or how you can utilize AI. There's so many things we've talked ad nauseum about on the run-up to next-gen, they actually, yeah, I think they got really AI strain on the CPU with the uh, driver tars. That was one of the points is yeah. to upload that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I hear you. I get it. I'm just saying I'm, I'm trying to think of something that would cause it to be. And I just don't know off the top of my head. So how is Xbox managing with when dealer talks about how they don't have enough silicon to make as many consoles as because if they could make a bunch and bunch of consoles, they just keep selling and PlayStation has the same problem. Uh, how is Xbox managing their initiative to fill their data centers with Series Boy, X hardware, but also mm -hmm. provide Xbox Series X consoles 
to the masses? Like, what? How are they approaching that? That's prioritization, right? They'll they'll probably get it to customers first because there are far less people worried about or even know about XCloud right now. They're just trying to get the product out there. I would say, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's that's it's pretty much but the it entire reason like they need that the that. PlayStation Five has sold more. Pretty much that's the reason they're both selling out, but Xbox is splitting the silicon. Yeah. Oh, you're putting. I mean, they. I mean, they could be putting quite a nice priority on the servers because the enterprise of the cloud infrastructure with what Satya was talking about with Phil, like how important that is and how that's going to make a big play in the future and how um, like how people can't get a card, but we're talking about minimum spec PC where Xbox is going to be able to say, hey, you want to play all of our games, just log in on your entry-level PC on the browser at xbox.com slash play, and you're there. Like you're playing... Uh, Xbox Series X level versions, you know, uh, high resolution, 60 FPS on yeah. your browser. Like yeah. that could, that's a game changer. And if you're plugged into the wall on your computer or you have good Wi-Fi, it'd be a really great experience. People are doing that with do NVIDIA. That. Like, that's funny. What we were talking about before the show, game streaming is small now, but it has a bigger future as things, as the infrastructure grows, uh, it has the possibility of being more prolific than you know like something like vr in the near future so yeah i, I mean that's I, I i played i played x cloud the only reason i played crackdown and completed it was because of x cloud because i was on the journey home on the, on the commute and on the training though it was not perfect it was uh at least i was killed some time played crackdown and that was that was weird it was weird to me i had my razor jungle cat and then thinking about that Coming, the tech is at its infancy-ish, really, isn't it? But when 5G becomes more prominent, it's huge. It's huge. I, I don't want to downplay it. And I think you asked me, Cole, what's more important to you? Do you think VR will be bigger or game streaming? Yeah. It'll be game streaming. Because VR, for me, is the is the zen of gaming in the future future. The fanciful, you know, out there, sci-fi, ready player, one thing. But this you thing is... And it plays all... Game streaming plays all the right. games that you already like. Like... If I think about putting on a, I don't even want to talk about VR, but you think about putting on your, and you're doing like job simulator and porn slurpees. I know that's not the essence of VR, but you know, you're looking at 30 games versus a thousand every time yeah. there's a game out. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. But E3, um, by, what's, what's going on with E3? Yeah, yeah let's just talk about, let's talk about E3 because we've been dominating. <laughs> when we have dealer here, we get bogged in the technicalities and he's teaching us things. We have to soak mm -hmm. up the knowledge, soak up the dealer knowledge. Uh, because he's always playing NBA 2K and never accepts our party invites. Uh, Viprexy, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the $2 Canadian. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, he says, looking good, dealer. Have you lost weight? I think <laughs> dealer. Um, I'm skeleton, bitch. Skeleton, bitch. Thoughts. But yeah, so, okay. What's the big thing that you're expecting at Colt? Let's just get E3, E3 hyped, E3 hyped. You got, got bogged into the technicalities of it and, and all the stuff and Halo and all the shit. I, okay, guys, guys, listen. listen don't, don't listen to Dealer and Colt and Jay Fonz. They'll probably say the same thing. I, E3 is going to be sauce. It's going to be amazing because Xbox have been dragging us through some crap for ages. It has to be. It has to be good, right? <laughs> um, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, who's pushing the E3 won't be good? I know. I'm just joking. I mean, Come on, guys. <laughs> make it good hey, make hey, uh, what do you think they're gonna what do you think is gonna be good I mean I think they're gonna show more games that we'll actually be able to play this year yeah um, uh, it should be cool 
I think the I one thing that uh, that we know is going to be there that I personally am most excited about, and yes, that's because I am a Bethesda fan, is Starfield. Uh, if and I really think that they're going to show a little bit of gameplay, um, maybe you know, tell us a little bit more on what this game is about, um, and that's what I'm excited for. Because already I'm in with the sci-fi single-player RPG. I'm already in for that, but I just want to know a little bit more about this game because I love Bethesda RPGs. Single-player yeah. RPGs. So Fallout 76 isn't my thing, but, yeah. you know, people always like to bring that up when they talk Bethesda in, in a negative light. They always say, well, look at Fallout. Look at Fallout 76. And I'm like, yeah, but look at the rest of the Fallouts. Look at Elder Scrolls. These games yeah. are highly, critically acclaimed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. great games. These are, I mean, these games are huge. I mean, like now, apparently, you know, Elder Scrolls is bigger than Halo. Uh, yep. It's considered bigger than Halo. That's that's a megaton. That's exclusive, not coming to PlayStation. Can you imagine the source? Oh, uh, it's imagine. Gonna be, it's gonna Starfield. Be uh, you know, there's we'll find so out tomorrow. Tomorrow's confirmation day, isn't it, Fonz? That Starfield. Yes, there's there's confirmation day tomorrow. You know, you're gonna see a bit of that Halo. You're gonna see a bit of that Starfield. You're gonna get surprises. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be some surprises there that nobody knows about. Because I've even talked to like Jeff Grubb, and yeah. he doesn't even really know everything that's gonna be there. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, you know, he knows a little bit here and there, but you know, it, it it's funny that this this E3 a lot of things have have been kept quiet. And yeah, it, that's yeah. a good thing in my opinion. It's awesome. I, I'm glad. I'm so, I agree with you. Normally there's a ton of leaks and I'm so glad that's not there cuz we get to experience the source together. Colt, yeah. are you you're hyped for it because we were we were being told by some people temporary expectations and now it's like it's look it's just turned on its head. How, how much credence do you think there is to these murmurs and rumors about the studio acquisitions? What, what, what would constitute a good E3 for you? What would just spill oh out what gosh, you think? Oh my gosh, you just asked me nine questions. Sorry, uh, so let I me, always let do me this. Jump, <laughs> I know, let me jump on one of, that's funny, we were on a show, uh, I jumped into a show for five minutes, and you started running the show for the guy. <laughs> like, because you, you can't even put down your, your big foam mic for five seconds. <laughs> You're the best. Okay, so... Uh, let me talk about the studio acquisitions thing, uh, thing because Miles Dompier, Windows Central, everybody loves this guy. He's Dompier. got a real good level head on his shoulders. He said, this isn't my take. This is his, and I think it's great. He gets full credit, of course. He said that, don't. I don't know if we should expect for one or two or three acquisitions to be talked about at E3 when this is Xbox's opportunity to talk about Xbox plus Bethesda. And I, I'm kind of half and half with Miles on this. I'm like, yeah, he could be right. They, they, they might not want to talk about these other teams they're bringing in when this is their chance to talk about this is what Xbox and Bethesda are bringing to the Xbox platform. Uh, I want to kick that off to you guys, what you think about that take. Because there's you- a rumor that Xbox is acquiring one studio with like three or four teams and then maybe another studio and then another one on top of that. So that could be five or six more studios in total. Or yeah. teams, rather, I guess. Man, you're pushing 30 teams, 30 studios. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's mad. That's a game changer. Sony should be worried. But what do you think about that, Fonz? <laughs> I, I, look. Yeah, I, specifically, like, do you think they'll talk, Fonz, do you think they're going to talk about studio acquisitions at this show? Does um, that fit? What, what Jeff was telling me was, and I'm just going by what he's saying, because I didn't really hear much about the acquisitions except from him and, and you guys. 
Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like this is the event for that, uh, to really announce acquisitions. If they do announce anything, maybe one. Maybe one will be announced now, and then they'll just, like, sort of roll them out as the months progress. Uh, but at this E3, I think it's really all about, hey, this is us and the entire slew of developers we've gotten from ZeniMax. And, you know, look at where what we're going to produce together. The future is bright. And that, that I, I'd love that show. Yeah. I'm good with that show. It's true, but they do have to. Miles made a very good point that you. This is a big acquisition. You don't want to kind of overshadow it with, or just make it seem like it's you know like it's out of disrespect. You know, you have to, well, that's why they could just roll it out over the coming months. They could just yeah. you know make other shows based around these acquisitions and you know really talk about what those developers are doing, and and yeah. that is that is insane. But if they do any of that tomorrow, uh, of course I'd welcome it. I, I wouldn't say no. I, 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 you know, any kind of surprise like that is is a good thing for Microsoft right now. We need more competition in this space. Microsoft is finally bringing competition to this space, and I freaking love it. This is why I am so high on, you know, both Microsoft and Sony right now. Sony, you know, are going to have the bangers. They always do. They're going to yeah, come yeah. with it. They're yeah. They've already started. Microsoft is finally got teams that are going to produce bangers that I personally think are bangers anyway, and I love. So I, I'm excited, man. I, I'm so excited right now. It the, is. It gaming is. is it, I think this generation is going to be far better than last. Far oh, better. Way better. Way better. Far better. Way better. Oh, oh, and awake Microsoft. Uh, a Microsoft that's ready to do battle, irrespective yep. of whatever language it wants to employ about being pacifist and all that. Nah, man. Not even so. Bill Spencer find a few saucy shots saying, hey, you know what? Other people make you buy the game and the hardware and then later mm -hmm. on put it on PC two years later making you buy it again. We don't do that. When have you seen Phil Spencer fire shots like that? <laughs> he loves well, he's been he's been watching the source. It, I love you, Phil. I it's funny you. because you know they've they've put out, you know, features on the hardware that they've come out this generation that at first I thought were just buzzwords, you know? Yeah. yeah. I figured, you know, all this stuff that smart they were delivery. coming out with, smart delivery, freaking uh, auto HDR, all this stuff is just like, you know, whatever. It's like saying 4K all the time, you know? But no, these are quality of life improvements for gaming. The, yeah. This stuff really does help. The quick resume is amazing. Like, just that alone is yeah. is something that you can't get anywhere else. And yeah. let me tell you, I wish Sony had that. Because that, yeah. that's an amazing thing to have. You don't have to hold on to one game and one save at one time. You can go and play with your buddies on something else and come back to your single-player game. And it's right there Mass where you left off. Mass Effect, oh, yeah. exactly. That's what I've been doing. Uh, by the way, Godfall has just been confirmed to come to PS4 as well. I don't know if you guys knew that. What? But Godfall. What? Really? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, are you really surprised? I mean, no, not really. That's why I was telling yeah. you. I mean, it's another example of a next-gen-only game, quote unquote, that they were saying, "Looks how it does," because it's only possible next-gen. Yeah, I, I like to call oh that god-awful. The lies. Yeah, it's, the lies. Uh, it lied to me. <laughs> and you why is it coming out? Me. Why is it coming out now, though? Were they working on the PlayStation Four? Well, like the sales are dead on it. I guess it will revive the sales. Like nobody yeah. is buying that game anymore. It's been out for seven months. It didn't have a great launch. 
Why are they you releasing know? it now? Why are they releasing it? Do, do, do you know why? It's because one of the this is the first PS5 game shown off. The first ever PlayStation 5, yep. PlayStation 5 game was Godfall. And they could not allow that to come out on the PS4 after, so soon after that. Uh, well, they couldn't. This, you're telling me they just finished the PS4 version now? We did. We all said, though, like, as soon as that was shown, I think pretty much everyone to a, to a person said, like, that could yeah. definitely run on the PlayStation 4. Like, yeah, w- yeah. Without yeah. disrespecting the work that they've done in the visuals, there was nothing in the game that couldn't, and they've proven that it's yeah, can... not unexpected. So. You can scale it. I just didn't understand that either with that game. It, it it was obvious that it was scalable. There was nothing mechanically in that game or in scope that that, that showed that it couldn't be done on yeah. PlayStation 4. No, it didn't. It Same with really Returnal, like, I think. Um, well, with, with Returnal... They've got the triggers, the adaptive triggers with the shooting mechanic there. Uh, how would they deal with that? <laughs> no, I mean, Easily. is there any, is there any, <laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? Asa, could Returnal run on PS4? Could they you have made the version game, of Returnal yeah. that runs on, on PS4? Yes, you could. I'm sure of it. Um, it wouldn't have yeah. the same visual. I just, it wouldn't be identical. It wouldn't lie. have doors that open as quick, but it could definitely run. Uh, or sometimes yeah, doors those doors really don't even fast. open at all for some people. <laughs> so <I've heard. laughs> That's Shout so out funny. To Luca. Uh, if yeah. you've played, uh, oh yeah, the, if you've played Mass Effect, there's still a moment in Mass Effect Three, which you haven't gotten there yet. But I don't know if you remember this, but there's a door where in the Normandy where you have to get scanned to go through because oh, yeah? it's loading the CIC, the Galaxy Map yeah, area. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and in the next gen version you stand there for about two seconds while it uh, tries to bring while it lets that thing pass over you once and then it lets you go through it's like you don't need this because the loading every loading screen is exactly two seconds yeah. in that game it's, it's just it's like the elevator stuff problem forever um it's been pc gamer problem forever because load screens were typically used like oh you got to feel something let's let's put instructions for how to play the game on the load screen and if you're playing on the pc <laughs> yeah. you're like press ah fuck it's gone <laughs> yeah it's the same way yeah, I yeah, that. it's the same thing with the elevators too, man. In Mass Effect, you can get in the elevator, and all of a sudden it says "press A" if you want to skip. Uh, yeah, like, wow, yeah. okay. super fast. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Curry for but the yeah, twenty pound super chat. It says Monzo Tangs, which <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, sorry, Nicole. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of a fallacy. The next gen experience is a fallacy in the first year. I think. Uh, I just think I still don't think for the most part. Yeah, first, Ratchet is a year big is exception, like, but the first year though, until until about a week ago, PlayStation had the first year like unlocked. You could say the Xbox had this great experience, but it didn't have games, and PlayStation did. And then they had that Herman Holst interview, and everything changed. We're halfway to everything changing mm. because yeah. both Horizon and God of War got put got put back beyond the one year mark, and we've got Xbox's E3 tomorrow, where hopefully they're showing what they're gonna release year one. And suddenly those scales have tipped to be at least a lot more level. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Herman House doing something that's uncharacteristic of Sony in terms of PR as well. He's, they're, they're feeling the pinch. They're feeling the pinch, but not enough. I don't think, Dealer, do you think Sony has got enough smoke for telling you bold-faced lies? Because I, I don't think it has. <laughs> I think I think it, it deserves a little bit more clapping for mm. what it did, man. That's taking a mick. This is uh, it's a bold-faced uh, lie. Yeah, I mean, you're talking to a guy that made a video as a skeleton pasture of a of a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of a radical Sony fan church, and and really just calling out, hey, well, you gotta call them out for their lies, right? Like we've done 
like we've done for our favorite preferred box. And I don't know. What are you going to do? What can you do? It's not much, right? I mean, these guys will, they didn't care about hardly anything that Sony's done over the past, yeah, eight, six months. Yeah. Almost all of it. They didn't even care that the Dual Shocks using the same exact <laughs> Bluetooth were not usable on some of their games. And yeah, I get that some of that controller stuff, but they they allow you to de- deactivate that now. So who cares? Like, give you the option, right? So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of those things where you, if you don't ask for better, you end up back with a PS3. And this thing's yeah. uh, a little bigger than a PS3. So, you know, it's not a horrible system or anything. It's just that the guys got to step up and you, you still don't even have expandable memory. None of you guys, rarely do I see anyone asking about it. Because yeah, it's fine. That, yeah, when is that going to happen, man? Because you, you can't even... It's running it. too hot. According, I mean, that, that bay gets really, really hot with that SSD in there, according to what we're hearing kind of behind the scenes. And, you know, I guess time will tell. That's, that could be part of the redesign. But, you know, the ultimate part of the redesign is get the silicon smaller and cheaper right for the box and maybe even get rid of the liquid metal. That's pretty expensive to me- throw in a ton of consoles. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, that's something that um, only the fans can sit there and hammer them about. Yeah, exactly. And it has to come from the fans, and uh, yeah. I don't know if that's... We're just a or... bunch of X-Bots. Yeah. Right. So. And, yeah. Uh, Christopher Hart, yeah, you know, they have a lot of great games out this this uh, generation, but it's that's subjective to say they have the like the best lineup of games or whatever. It's, that's subjective. Because well, for I me, mean, it's not. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I like Miles Morales. That was a fun little six-hour romp. Uh, but uh, everything else, like uh, besides Ratchet and Clank, I do want to play that, but I'm waiting for the price drop. Uh, besides I, that, though, it, nothing else. To, like it's not for subjective, me. though. Like, me. like for all that's good between the two of them. If you're talking about who's released the better games, they're 99% the same, and Sony have released about three more. So even yeah. if you're not that keen on them, it's not really subjective. Like they have had a stronger launch six months i just expect if you're talking about stronger than xbox yeah but he's making a blanket statement as if they they've had one of the strongest uh, strongest launches ever and i just i don't agree and sony sony's global right sony though they partnered with the better third-party teams the the guys behind returnal right the guys behind demon souls right um and miles morales is their title of course but you know the year's not over for one so you're gonna be getting some some good games i think xbox will have the better lineup by the end of this year, perhaps. We'll see, but um, yeah, I mean, Microsoft need to invest their money, not little games or smaller games, put it together and invest in maybe something like Sony have done, and they put a little bit more money towards mm-hmm. maybe bigger projects, right? Whereas the media and stuff like that. I, I guess, too, it's all about what you care about, Christopher Hart, so if you want all yeah. of your games to benefit in a lot of different ways, and you and that's your ecosystem, no one really gives a shit either way. Yeah, and, uh, and so you know, and objectively, nobody, including myself, is saying that it's not a uh, a good launch for Sony at all. No, it's, it, it it is a, a solid launch for Sony, but um, yeah, for well, me personally, game, not re- the, the games really don't speak to me. Demon Souls. Well, no. if the games sucked or the same games were crap, like or they're great, like either or, it doesn't change that they lied about yeah. how they were approaching cross gen, and they and they oh, of course, not. I mean, they yeah. obviously wanted people to buy the PS Five, but part of that sale was you're going to get a unique special experience on the PS5 and then they went releasing on PS4 well, I mean that I, was the, it, the whole point of the comment yeah. so it doesn't I, have anything to do with it the games are good or bad I mean they knew they were lying and they knew it was going to come out to me I'm still bewildered by the whole notion that this has happened uh, so yeah you- I, what's, what's crazy to me is how some people actually believe that they just suddenly changed their mind 
and they decided, hey, we're going to put it on the PlayStation 4 with God yeah. of War. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, no, Spider-Man was, was announced. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man was ported, ported to the PS4 in a month when they announced it, when, you know, a month before it came <laughs> out, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously they've uh, they've already said that. What was that? The, the executive said those things were built with that in mind, right? So Of course. Or whatever. Yeah. They don't need to exceed it. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. Just uh, I think people focus and do much on cross-gen without understanding, you know, how things are kind of carrying over for the first time ever, the way they are with the same machine language like they are, and how PC is really oh. going to... I mean, Xbox games, you're getting PC features there. They're going to bring... They're trying to make it as easy as possible to build one version and get it running on multiple platforms. I mean, yeah, who cares? The game is going to look amazing, and, yeah. and as we go, it's going to get more and more beautiful. So, Yeah, definitely. definitely. Although, Eastwood. like Cole Eastwood, absolutely. Cole, are you going to talk today? <laughs> yeah, Cole's been nice. He's, he's, he's looking cutie in the corner, but look I'm, at him, leaning back. <laughs> a little relaxing and she. Um, no ducks given doesn't agree Ooh. with you, dealer. He says that all the talk is crap. Jack Causewood Fry, according to your insider, is wrong, apparently. I don't know what to say to that. I don't even know uh, what that means. Uh, Something about French fries or something. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Jack Causewood Fry. Um, Stefan Box, thank you so much for the super chat, though. Um, uh, Stefan Boxy of the $5 Super Chat says, if a Gears 5 was a Series X launch and Outer Worlds 2019 was an exclusive, the convo would be different. Why? Yeah. Though? Why Why should we wait to play Gears 5 like a whole extra year just to say we had a great Series X lineup? Like, yeah. why? I mean, I can see saying <laughs> that PlayStation could have held uh, sorry about my stream. I don't know why uh, I'm using my AOL disc for internet today. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I guess you could say, why not push Ghost of Tsushima for the launch of the PS5? But then they had uh, a couple of games to push for the lineup. So they were fine for the launch. It was Xbox who needed to get, like Dealer said, they shouldn't have worked with Blooper for an exclusive party game. They should have worked with bigger studios. But part of me feels like they just threw out what they had uh, because they knew other stuff was coming, but the wait sucks. Yeah, wait really the sucks. Wait... I've never run out of things to play. For real, I've never run out of games to play, but I do want that great experience from Xbox, and we're going to start seeing it this year and next year. And the thing is, the, br- the future is so bright for Xbox, because the- you talk about the lineup of games, and Christopher Hart was there saying that the lineup is good. But if you look at the future, the future for Xbox, you just read these names are like some insane. These are confirmed games. New Elder Scrolls. It's just it's crazy. Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark used to be on like the fancy wish list of fanciful games that, you know, like, okay, it's not happening. It's happening. It's maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that's insane. Fable. But, uh, Fable. We might actually see a little bit of Fable. Do you think we'll see Fable at E3? Hold, hold, on, no. hold on a second, guys. JV know. says, here comes the damage control. Hey, JV, turn on your, plug in your little Logitech computer speakers and listen to what we're saying. We've been talking about how we've had to wait for games. Here's, here's, here's what Gaz didn't get the chance to say, but he's about to say, I'll let it, I'll say it for him. Mm. PlayStation has 11 (laughs) studios. Five of those are AAA. Xbox will have probably 29 studios cranking out games with amazing talent, uh, several times a year. Plus they have global publishing. So if you want to know what's coming, Xbox has so many games. You've got all the Bethesda suite. You've got some of the best games studios in the industry of Turn 10, Playground with two teams. Hopefully 343 lands Halo Infinite. <laughs> uh, finishes off. What else? There's like a whole bunch of studios that are creating games. Uh, yeah. 
if you haven't been paying attention, Xbox sat there with their pockets pulled out with no money to do yeah. anything from about 2016, actually from 2013. Like they had some stuff carrying over. So for much of the Xbox One generation, they were told, no, you can't have any money. We don't know if we want to even keep funding the Xbox platform. And while little trolls laughed and said, ha, 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 PlayStation upped the price of your games. Xbox <laughs> or PlayStation said, you have to pay $70 for games because we're going to lead uh, how pricing goes for gaming with uh, some of the other big like mustache twirling villains in the publishing game industry. So... <laughs> Just pay attention. Like, False. Xbox has pretty much cemented that the console war is completely over. There's no such thing as a console war where they're going to be everywhere where the rest of the planet can play. PlayStation Sorry. creates this great experience. They, they create this honed, quality honed experience on one platform. But guess what? As Deal will tell you a million times, they're moving to PC. They're moving oh. to mobile phones. Just like... Oh. Microsoft TVs. Xbox <laughs> and TVs. Fatality. <laughs> it's I mean the the level of like, the level I of think that, that was perfect. That has to be <laughs> Fonz is so Someone awesome. The level <laughs> the level of the of the type of person who just uses words like damage control that just uses like very little sliver of their brain to try and uh, make an argument like pay attention the the gaming industry is much bigger than you and your, your yes. twitter account or whatever you're doing it's like pay attention man everything's changing and it is actually better for everybody even on playstation because you're gonna get to you're gonna get to choose to play where you want to play and spend yeah. your money and, the way you want to spend. And I see a lot of people that love to throw Game Pass out there and, you know, insult it or say, you know, you use Game Pass as an excuse for this or that. And it's like, you know, you guys that really go after Game Pass, you're really threatened by Game Pass. And it's it's funny to me because in in, in the end, I think you really want a Game Pass style service, uh, something that would have day and date over there on Sony's side. Because I know as a gamer, I would love that. I yeah. would love that PS Now turn into a day and date service for Sony as well. I wouldn't have to pay the $70 games. I, I, I'd be swimming in, in greatness and not having to pay for each one. I would love it. And you're, you're a liar if you say you wouldn't like that at all. You really yeah. are. Instead of like hijacking movement like Forever Physical to make sure that it's basically <laughs> a cancel game pass, then don't just ask for better from Sony. It's just, it's silly. I, I really have to reprimand some of the core fanboys in forums like <coughs> um, that do that. Um, thank you so much for over the 500 people watching us. Smash that like button if you have, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Big talent. Um, that was amazing. Um, Truett is a pimp. Thank you so much for the £2 super chat, uh, $2 super chat. Tony paid for a timed exclusive on themselves. Uh, yeah, I guess. So they... they they're, they've got that L'Oreal syndrome because they, they think they're worth it. Uh, and they are, I guess, but not. L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got that complex, haven't they? But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can't wait to go back and watch that. Oh, well done, Cole. That was well said. Well said. We've been literally, I don't understand. People have selective hearing. We are literally raking Xbox through the coals. We have been, and, yep. Yeah, and being critical the night before E3, right? We're saying, look, this is what they need to do. This is not good enough. Dealers being critical. Dealers saying stuff about cross-gen. That's not, 
a yep. narrative that you could have easily say, well, you know, you guys lied and here it is, cross-chain is a joke, but he's been saying this from day one. Um, um, I, don't, I don't know what you people have selective hearing. We, I can't see other communities doing that, being very critical, being excited, and don't get annoyed by our excitement. Cause text gonna give it to you. Yes. Um, but uh, um, I will pass the two-hour mark, uh, gents. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we? I'm just hyped for E3. I just want to go into cryostasis and wake up tomorrow. But is there anything else you want to talk about? But there, there are a couple of things. Okay. Oh, actually, before we go, we have, we have to talk. about This is the E3 show. We have to talk about. This. Fable. You don't think it's gonna come? Don't think Fable's gonna come E3? No. I well, I, I don't know. I don't know, but personally I don't think it's gonna be there. Don't think Fable's gonna be there. Oh, okay. I don't think so well, either. Bob up. No, so no perfect dark then, because that's even more unlike. No. I don't think but that, that, that but that guy's kid was having uh, was playing something. It's just so surely playable and something. Uh, I've, I've heard really. there's playable builds of games long before they are ready to show playable game demos, so Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. yep, hey, um, dealer. Oh, sorry, Acer. No, I was just going to say, I said, like, um, I'm not sure they can do it, but I'm sure they want to show either Avowed or Fable, because with Avowed and Fable and Elder Scrolls 6, they've got three open world Western styled RPGs, and they're all going to come like buses mm. if they don't try and get something shown. So, yeah. I'm sure they want to. Whether they can is a different question. But. Avowed is one of those games that I've I'm, I keep hearing contra, you know contradictory things. Some people are telling me yes, it, it could be there. Others are saying no, they they don't think it'll be there. For me, I just hope it's there. Like Avowed is one of those games that I'm really excited about. Again, Obsidian is another team that I really love. One, it's one of Xbox's best teams in my opinion. Uh, I do like Outer Worlds, so you know I, yeah. I I like their RPGs. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Well, um. I, guess I, I, I really want to see something a little bit saucy. Because then it just sounds like, if I could correct, we're going to get um, Project Typhoon. We're going to get Halo Infinite, which could be epic in its own right. We're going to get Forza Horizon 5. Uh, again, it's more Halo and Forza. Uh, we could get Starfield. That's yeah, and, and, and don't underestimate Starfield. I'm telling you, this, this yeah, could I'm be not, the I'm show not. stealer. It really could. Yeah, yeah, I'm not underestimating. And, and, and I'm expecting that game to show well. And if it yeah. does, that, hats off to Microsoft. That's amazing that they got that, you know? And if it's exclusive. Oh, it's exclusive, I'll, baby. I, but if it, it, well, when it's confirmed, tomorrow we get confirmation. Yeah, you, you know uh, what you're going to hear? Exclusive. That's what you're going to hear. Exclusive. Huh? It was confirmed when Phil sat down and said, yep. like, Bethesda's games are exclusive, like, or only when Game Pass is. Yep. Like, it's but pre-contractual obligations, maybe, maybe contractual obligations might split, spill out. There is no contractual obligations. Jim Ryan said, "Hey, uh, Xbox, <laughs> wh where's Starfield going?" Uh, oh, really? Is that what did he did he tweet? Well, yeah, that? actually, he asked, but the, he he asked the media asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, we'd like to know where Starfield's going to be as well." He yeah, doesn't he know. Doesn't. They tried to get it. They tried to get a deal, and uh, Jim Ryan slid like a little banknote across the table to Bethesda, and Todd <laughs> Howard goes. And then he, then over here comes one from Phil that said seven point five billion. He goes, <laughs> and he just shoot up the note. which is remarkably similar to my source video that's coming <laughs> again. Um, again, Christopher Hart, you're talking about Xbox and you know getting rid of the need for a console when they're actually already making new consoles. So yeah, for the future, we had that somebody in the IGN chat guy as well, didn't they? There's that guy in IGN who copped a lot of uh, flack for that. Sorry, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about this. Uh, the the IGN guy, they redacted the video because he's <laughs> like, apparently Microsoft's out, out of the console business. <laughs> like that. He's got a PlayStation, PlayStation gold pendant. necklace on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like he's, like he's got the PlayStation cross. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was funny. And IGN pulled it and apologized. <laughs> the laugh. Uh... IGN's good for that. Like when they when they get called out, they they quickly pull that. But uh, crap, you made me forget what else I was gonna say. I'm sorry, Cole. Oh, well, somebody in the chat was saying. <laughs> there you go. Somebody in the chat was saying that Xbox continues to nullify the need for a console. Yeah. Uh, let me help you out. Let me help you out. You don't need anything when it comes to gaming. You want something, and if you want a console you'll buy an Xbox console. If you don't want to buy a console, you'll play on PC or you'll play on a streaming device or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's no nullifying. That, th it's, that it's simple. is gone. Just, you, 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 all you got to do is say, hey, look, Sony are literally putting their games on PC. They had the job listed <laughs> yep. stuff for PS Now years ago saying they're sending the games to every device. They said it themselves. They're preparing for a world without a console. It's like, just yeah. look into anything, really. It's not that hard. They got the same business model. They even signed a memorandum with Microsoft to help them. They're just yeah. a couple years behind. It's not yeah. just that. It's you got to look at it this way. If there's demand for it, they will build it. That's the yeah. bottom line. That's how it works. Yeah, exactly, man. They will. Like the, the strats. Like what excuse is gonna people gonna run out when the games do come in? And look at these games: are Valve, Fable, Perfect Dark. What the hell, man? Like these are insane games. I'll tell it you this much. Twenty. I think. I think. You know. And and this is not at all saying you got to wait this long for games. But I'm telling you, around 2023, there's going to be a slew of games hitting Game Pass day one, back to back to back to back, and it's going to be like, you know, somebody said it the other day. They said something on a podcast. I heard they said uh, that they'll have journalists complaining. Is there too many games on Xbox? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, it'll get I to that point. It'll get to that point. It will, it will. It's, it and it's and, and it's not something that's like you know, fanboys to say it at all because just look at the amount of studios that they've got and what they're working on now. These games will be coming out soon, and when they do, it's all around the same time, and there's just going to be so many games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey Isaiah, there's uh, like six games coming to Xbox exclusively this year, like. I don't know how you didn't see that. And when Fawn's talking about 2023, he's talking about the biggest games that Xbox started yeah. building five years ago. Perfect dark. And like we keep saying, we don't, Fable. We don't yeah. want Xbox about. to crap out a game in two years and say, hey, you know, hurry up, just Hell get no. something out. I don't, I don't want crap like that. I want, I want the five-year developed great games they started in 2018. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Does Sony do that? They spend their time in, in just taking yeah. him building. And I love games. them for it. I love yeah. Sony games. They're my favorite. Mm -hmm. I'm no secret. I say that all the time. I love Sony experiences. I want some of that on Xbox, damn it. Hell, dealers yeah. even said he wants some of that on Xbox. The thing is, at the end of the day, we're going to get great experiences. I already know this now because for me, Bethesda is a great developer. I like their games. I know I'm going to get great experiences from them. And I know Obsidian, same thing. Uh, Avowed is, is going to be there around 2022, probably. And yeah. I can't wait. I, I, I can't wait for these games. And when they start dropping, then what are the excuses going to be for some of these people? Absolutely. I'm, yeah. This is what I'm trying to understand. Tomorrow is going to be a lesson for you anyway. Like, really, yeah. if the, the list doesn't make anything to you, doesn't do the um, dent to you, then... 
It's just about time to just stop being an idiot fanboy on either side, in my opinion. Yeah. Just it's enjoy about it. time. Just enjoy games for what they are. Um, this hobby is great. These companies are both competing. This is what you should want. You should never want Microsoft to fail or laugh at people Absolutely. for wanting Microsoft to succeed. You're an idi idiot if you think that way because you need this. We need yeah. this as gamers. Uh, you know, it's the bottom line. It, you're an idiot if you're a, 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 a loyal fanboy to one console you're an idiot absolutely because absolutely for all the reasons you named if you're a playstation fan or fanboy you will get better experiences on playstation because of microsoft doing well yeah because that's what competition does and so likewise it, uh, vice versa yeah sony does versa. well sony pushes microsoft microsoft pushes pushes sony hell nintendo jumps into the game sometimes you know pushes the needle <laughs> it, it happens every once in a while but Nintendo defines it. Nintendo sets the trends. Everyone follows they, them. Um, yeah. yeah. Nintendo some... They're a different breed. Of, they're a different breed. Uh, they really are. I, I think you people need to... We embrace the, the tribalism to the extent that it's fun as in like your sports teams and you talk about it. That's what the yeah. source is. Yeah, and that's it's, fine. And that's, that's fine. Fun. It's, that's I, fun. I, I can appreciate some of it. It's just... <laughs> When it people gets, get really in their feelings over it, it's funny to me because yeah, it's like it's plastic, brother. It's it's a this is a plastic device that you are holding up and pretending like they could do no wrong. These these corporations, it's it's plastic behind in front of a corporation behind it, yeah. and it's just sad that you're gonna you know champion things like yeah. seventy dollar gaming and things like this and be happy about it. Not not even just accepting it, but being happy that you're being overcharged as a consumer is really weird to me it's and then really devoting weird. so much energy to do the counter and to cancel game pass and stuff like that that's just sort of the next you need to seek some professional help if that's weird um daron james thank you so much for the five dollar super check it's a great show guys thank you so much for the super chat, man. so monte carlo thank you so much good friend uh five dollar australian super chat much love gaz great show you and you can guess what the c star 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 is but he's australian they say it as a term of endearment before you uh vilify him uh shabs inevitable with a five pound super chase is my favorite people in a single stream you guys are truly inspirational i'm thinking of starting my own channel soon wish me luck wish you all the best with that uh, shabs gameondaily.com is designed for content creators who want to start if you're a reviewer or a podcaster and uh, we learn from the best uh, these gents here in the chat um I'm sure they can also uh, guide you. They're a shining beacon and a light uh, to everyone. We learn from the best of the best. Um, and yeah, so, so enjoy the gaming, guys. Um, enjoy it. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about, I think we've... Enjoy tomorrow. It. It's going to be freaking awesome, oh. dude. It's going to be a great show. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to be doing our show and everything, RDX after show. That's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, RDX after show is going to be pretty hit. Yep. Oh, right after sure. the Microsoft it's, we're gonna, Desde conference. It's literally right after, right? We're going to so the yep. RDX it'll after end, and then I'll, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be like 10, 20 minutes after by the time we get, get launched and D-Bash, you hit the button and whatnot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it should be fun. And um, join us. It'll uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. And stuff. Tell me, though. Hey, tell me, though. Like, so... Obviously, Microsoft Bethesda is a big one, and we've seen podcasts and podcasts and chat and chat, and everyone's been talking about it and what's going to happen and what's not going to happen, and that's cool. It's going to be a great show. But we've also got Square Enix, we've got Capcom, we've got Bandai, Namco. Those three, I want to know what, what you four are expecting from them. What's what's Eidos Montreal's new game? What's going on? What are the big ones? Uh, I'll go with Fonz. 
I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to show. Will, will, will Square ever announce uh, Final Fantasy Remake on the Xbox? That's what I want to know, but uh, probably not. I think they've scooped that one for forever over on Sony's side. So, yeah, dealer, no hot tub action for me over on the Microsoft side. <laughs> uh, what about you? Uh, are you hyped about anything cult from, on that, from those companies, Capcom, Square Enix? I know you said Final Fantasy, you don't think it'll ever come Let me, let me uh, just, like, just to, to help out a little bit and smooth this one, because I don't think people have been necessarily paying attention to what third parties are doing. Um, so Square Enix have confirmed that at their show, they've got Eidos Montreal, so it's the studio behind... Eidos, I should say. So the studio behind Deus Ex are announcing a new project. They've got um, mm. Life is Strange Remastered, and they've got Marvel's Wakanda expansion. Um and there's some other stuff. I don't really know what's going on at Bandai Namco or Capcom. Capcom have said they're doing some Monster Hunter and some Resident Evil stuff, but anything on those lines, just outside of the Xbox show, there's got to be something good at E3, right? Final Fantasy, Souls-like, Final Fantasy Origins, rumors of that one. Anything None of this is one. getting me hard. It's not getting me erect, and you're you're killing... Yes! <laughs> I meant mentally. I meant mentally. Mentally erect. Sure. Like, okay, what? Dino Crisis. You're telling me Capcom will end up dropping Dino the Crisis? The remake really? Dino Crisis. <laughs> yeah, Dino uh. Crisis is sick. What about Power Stone? What's happening with Power Stone? Bring that back. Come on, man. You like sick. Banjo. <laughs> you hate Banjo. Banjo's <laughs> 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 not coming back. Everyone's just like, we'll get Super Lucky Tail 3 or whatever the hell before we get Banjo. Um, yeah, no, Asa, I think the everybody's just be- really quiet right now when it comes to what's what's going to happen on these shows. I mean, look at today with Ubisoft. We didn't know what they were going to show, and when they did show what they showed, it was boring. Crap. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, uh, da- John Mitchell, thanks so much for the $10 super chat. John, uh, damn, Colt, the sauce. Preach it. Colt has been anointed, baptized in the sauce. He, he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird. <laughs> Gaz personally uh, baptized him. Oh, yes. Now he's pregnant. Um, yeah, lady. <laughs> I don't think Cole heard that. But Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I'm, tr- I'm looking for lightning to strike me at any moment. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, get, get, get hyped. Get hyped for E3. Um, but tomorrow, guys, RDX is going to be say, off. Let me say. Let me say. Let me say. Let me say. I think uh, there's a couple different sides going on. I think there's Xbox fans that are really excited i think there's a small section of xbox fans who are a little bit nervous yeah maybe we're feeling a little bit of both like if xbox doesn't deliver uh you know it's gonna be really rough mm-hmm. i think there are as a small section of gamers who just want to see xbox do well that maybe they're not that's not their favorite platform but i think there's also a group of people who are hoping that Xbox doesn't deliver tomorrow. So it's, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people have been really on edge and, and touchy and, um, trolly. Like, you know, you have a couple people, the chat was amazing. Chat's amazing. Like there's just a couple people who come in with laughing, crying emojis as wearing it as a mask to cover that they're legitimately threatened that Xbox is going to step up to the plate and bring a really great, experience to their platform like they've never done before and i think that if you're a true gaming fan like uh i always bring this up like i know the nintendo platform is amazing i don't care about playing on that platform i don't even get excited about their games i don't really play them i'm just fine without it but i'll never 
go and grief that like, oh, you only play kid games or, oh, who, <laughs> who likes Zelda? I would never do that because I know those people love those games so much. I would never yeah. even go in that realm. That doesn't even come to uh, any part of, uh, I just I just troll Banjo fans. That's just my thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't that. get it that someone would come into another chat and put laughing, crying emojis. It's just to wear that mask. A dealer and I always talk about how they wear <laughs> yeah. it over their face to cover their tears because... <laughs> If you're paying attention, and some of them are, they, they, they pretend like they don't. Like, Xbox is doing some really great things. And Microsoft is basically... Satya said, I've got the checkbook out. Like, we're not messing around. That's a big and statement. we want you to have money. We want you to do things. We're already seeing that you're making money that kicks back into Microsoft. So you have my blessing. So great things come to Xbox. It's about dang time. I almost swore there. It's about dang time. And, uh, yeah, they need to... Uh, bring a lot of games and everyone who's saying where are the games uh they started building them in 2018 just where everybody else's games are in development getting ready to launch a show yeah yeah, yeah and get, yeah. get ready because those big names they scare you and they shit because it's saucy that, that's it well said well said go uh, it's, it's coming it's coming whether or not it, microsoft delivers uh, tomorrow we know those games are coming we have to make sure that uh, those are good i'd rather a crap e3 show and great games but I have hope E3 is going to be lit tomorrow. It's going to be uh, good. It's going to be good. Be Make it sure really guys will. check out RDX podcast is going to be off the chain. Can't wait for that. Uh, can't wait for that. Right off the back after E3. It's going to be mad. And if you have not died after the RDX chat, you can come check us out. We're doing an 11 p.m. show every night. Every p.m. UK time. Uh, so way past everything is done rdx is done because if rdx is running at the same time there's going to be three people watching us so <laughs> we're doing late 11 p.m our time <laughs> so you guys can come jo join us set the reminder the events have already been set up so tomorrow 11 p.m monday and tuesday for every, after every show e3 coverage i'm not gonna get any sleep but neither are you ladies and gentlemen but before we do that let, let me just uh, get the gents to do their outros dealer it's been been too long i know you've been a little bit quiet today um mm -hmm. but i'm gonna let you start i hope you've been letting everybody talk i know you have i know you have but i hope you enjoyed yeah yeah it's been it doesn't happen often enough um but well you only gave me two passes guess i gave me I, 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 i'm just mr. kidding Brad i'm just kidding fight. <laughs> Whoever, where's that mr brad ward fight i, I appreciate he's like love. you misquoted me <laughs> he Brad, Brad, I love, I love the fact <clears> that you're like a sonographer who, who will quote other random people on the, but don't take it out of context because it makes things awkward, like party chat or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I love you, Dealer. Dealer, I love you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was okay. a good show and uh, a lot of passionate opinions. And I'm yeah. just here for Asa. <laughs> yeah. I think we all are. I'm here for Asa too. Okay. Okay. So, so it doesn't hurt. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> He's hiding now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, dear, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, always. And I uh, wish you the best. LDX is going to be off the chain tomorrow. I'm hyped. Will be. We'll be live um, just at the showcase, and we may or may not have special treats for gas. Yay. Yeah. When I went back on RDX, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but do, it, do it fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. Um, but yeah. And also, Fonz. Thank yes. you so much. It's always a pleasure having you on. And you, like us, are flourishing as well and spreading your wings. Uh, trying are... to. 
trying to, sir. Uh, well, yeah. So tomorrow's tomorrow's going to be a long day for me. I've got I've got uh, actually in the morning. I'm doing a live reaction with the Iron Lords for the oh, show. Great and right show. after that, going right to RDX. Then right after that, I'm going to right to my show because my show is every Sunday. And yeah, so I got the Randall Thor tomorrow on my show. Oh, nice. Talk about, yeah. Talk about what's going on. It's not really going to be a regular format for me tomorrow. No trivia, none of that. It's just going to be all about the Xbox presentation and what he feels about it and what I feel about it and all of that stuff. Yeah. Well, hit the man in a million button. Come on. Oh, you want the man with a million? The man so with a right million. There it is. Oh. There you go. Yeah. It's like a thought. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's catharsis <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, Somebody asked week. for that earlier, too, and I'm like, I'm not just going to hit the man with a million while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, that was the time to do it. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the Fonzarelli Gaming Show with Rand El Falafel. It's going to be. Yep, that's Games Talk Live tomorrow. Games Talk Live. Get mad. Iron Laws, RDX, and that. Well, well good luck. Yeah. Um, uh, Thank yeah. you, brother. Good luck to you guys, too, tomorrow night on your show and the next uh, two nights. Three nights. Thank you. Wow. You're, yeah, you're not sleeping you're, at all. We're not. We're not. And you're welcome to join us if you have the energy, but I'm pretty sure you won't. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be dead tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. I bet you will. Uh, Fonz and I are going to meet up at IHOP before <laughs> this all start, kicks off. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, oh. No, I can't uh, wait till we meet. In and out. In and out. In and out, burger. in and out, yeah, but in and out again. Love that. Good taste. Good taste. Uh, but yeah, Colt. Yeah, you you are you're gonna be creating saucy memes as well. You're gonna be an RDX tomorrow as well, creating fleas. Yes. And then- yeah, right after the show. Gonna be mad, and then you've got yeah. your own show. Uh, that will be a big show right after uh, for RDX, and then uh, my show is uh, Monday night. You know, the next day, and um, I took two days off of work. I took Monday and Tuesday off. Yeah, because um, I just don't. <laughs> it's just too much stuff. Yeah, uh, really to worry about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'll be exciting. I'm a little. I am super nervous though. You know, I always get nervous because there's a lot of work to be done and a lot of fun to to have to watch the show and take it all in, take notes, and we create our content and the shows that we're doing. Like it's it, it makes me nervous. It's a lot of work. So, but it's a lot uh, of fun. Well, you've been smashing it with X and C because. RDX has just been killing it. It's gonna, it's, just, it's gonna be mad. And I hear, I hear, maybe you may have incredible guests uh, as always on Monday. I don't know who they are. We'll find out who those are. But yours, is smash it. But I, I will let you surprise that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who that is. But the, the inside so. is now telling me. <laughs> you hope so. Huh? This is a part of the podcasting. You never know if someone's gonna turn up or not, who the guest is. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, you never know when someone's gonna get back to you. Or yeah, well, yeah, we're trying to have a good, good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Asa, you have a message for all our fans. Oh, we got new merch. We got new merch. Put nice. control. Boom. Wait, Asa's going to bring it up. No, I've lost <laughs> it. I forgot oh, we were showing shit. that. There we go. There's a couple of new bits of merch on the merch store. If you like the looks of those, aren't they pretty? There you go. Yeah, that's cool. It's called the control tee. It's for the discerning gamer who play games on all platforms. You see, uh, there's a mouse there, dealer. I know how much you hate me for playing on PC, but there it is. Uh, boy. Is that Joy-Con, sir? Yeah, it's a Joy-Con, yeah. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, thank you man. so much. Um, Love it. Yeah. And yeah, gents. It's, it's so close! It's this was, this so was close. fun. Thank you. 
Uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, th honestly, thank you. Thank you. Lovely. All of you guys who have supported us, take us into uh, uh, the community because it's like coming full circle for us. And on the eve of E3, it's going to be mad. Thank you so much, everyone. Please uh, smash that like button if you uh, enjoyed it. Share this out. And uh, we will see you very, very shortly uh, tomorrow after E3 where we find out Xbox, did it do it? Did it deliver? Let's see. It did. Please. See, Gaz thinks that's over. It's not. He almost invited me to talk, so I'm going to anyway. Sorry, Gaz. Um, <laughs> have a great E3, everyone. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, whatever you like. Obviously, it's better for Xbox fans right now. They're doing more, but enjoy the show. Hope you'll get great things that you want to see, and we'll see you next time.